2: To the junction, in
0: the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. Ah. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Ah. Oh, it's Friday afternoon and boy have we got action. A lot of action all over the country. Regional play has begun, and we're going to get you up to date on everything that's happening. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad, thanks for being with us on this Friday afternoon. We've been talking about it all week. We were with you on Memorial Day to break down the bracket in the field of 64. We've spent the entire week talking about the Oxford Regional and the Starkville Regional, we we'll get games going in both Starkville and in Oxford right now. Mississippi State playing in the early game and leading four to one over Samford. You have uh, Florida State and Southern Miss playing in Oxford right now with Southern Miss leading it two to nothing. That game is now in the top of the fourth inning. Golden Eagles jumped out with a couple of runs. Uh, they were helped by a couple of errors from Florida State in the bottom of the first inning, so a lot going on. You want to be a part of the conversation, we can do just that. SeaSpire text line is the way to do it, 601-879-4395. Bull, there's a lot of it in wireless, but Seaspire thinks you deserve a plan that's actually what it says. Here's the real deal. The best plan, one or two lines, $45 each with auto pay and paperless billing, no bull, cspire.com. Boys,
4: happy Friday. We have made it. To the NCAA regionals. After a quick Google search, I have become a lifelong Highlanders fan. Oh yeah, I had to figure out what they were, but uh, I just want you guys to know that uh, my Highlanders are uh, are fighting in Fayetteville. The New
3: Jersey Institute of Technology, perhaps providing us an early storyline as uh, they lead three to nothing over Arkansas, could have been more. Uh, Kind of a questionable ball strike call. Borky says there was actually no question at all. Zero percent. They got a gift. How about the fact that Arkansas has already gone three pitchers into this game? Caleb Bolden got the start. He lasted an inning and a third, gave up two hits, a couple of runs, walked a couple of batters, and then he got yanked. And then they went to Connor Nolan. He gave up a hit and a run, and he walked a batter, and then he got yanked. And now they've gone to you, uh, third pitcher of the game used by Arkansas. So uh, Dave Van Horn has never been a guy who has been shy about pulling a pitcher. He is willing to go quick hook, and he has gone quick hook twice early uh, with his team trailing in Game One of the regional against the fourth seed NJIT. Hey, Dad, what's up,
5: man? How, how long till Cops next inning? For Arkansas, they go ahead and bring him in, let him close out the final six innings of the game. That should be. Cool. Yeah, I'm not sure you want to.
3: Uh, I'm not sure you want to shut him down for the entire weekend and uh, use all of those bullets right out of the gate. Hey, uh, he what have you seen tomorrow. from? What are you talking about? Yeah, it's a, it's it's a good point. You're 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 onto something there. Georgia Tech trying to hang on for dear life against Indiana State. They lead seven to six in the top of the ninth inning in the Vanderbilt Regional, the Nashville Regional, hosted by Vanderbilt. And the uh, Sycamores of Indiana State are batting with a runner at second and one out. Georgia Tech has such an unbelievable history of playing really, really high-level baseball in the postseason and not ever uh, whizzing in their Cheerios. So I I can't imagine that this ends any way other than with uh, Georgia Tech getting the win. So we'll see. We will see. We spent some time yesterday talking about hot dogs. I have reports. I have a report for you. I ate almost four whole hot dogs.
6: <laughs> I, I'm I
3: left a, like wow. I, I I left a couple of bites. Um, there it is. Georgia Tech gets the win. Fly ball to right. Double play. Double the guy off at second base. I don't know what he was thinking. Georgia Tech seven to six over Indiana State, and so Georgia Tech will likely. Play Vanderbilt uh, tomorrow. The Red Hawk, Red Hot Dog, the Rebel Dog, the Seminole Dog, and the Golden Eagle Dog, the specialty hot dogs. By the way, if you want to get in on that action, you, you, you probably got to get into it tonight. This is like a Wild supplies last thing. I walked up to the concession stand. I said, hey, have you guys got the specialty dogs? She said, yes, sir, we do. Which one would you like? I said, I'll take one of each. And she looked at me like I had two heads. She's like, are you serious? I was like, yes, ma'am. I want one of each. i got to try all four of them. So there we go. Uh, I'll give you a full report in a little while. By the way, if you want to follow Super Talk on Instagram, you can see the uh, the video of the sampling of, of all the dogs and uh, check it out on Twitter as well. Uh, hey, what have you seen so far in Starkville? Mississippi State with a 4-1 lead and they haven't exactly just knocked the cover off the ball, but they've been able to do
5: enough so far. Yeah. Samford sort of playing the role of Mississippi State with defensive liabilities today. Uh, just have not been able to field the ball cleanly, and that's what's cost them, uh, these runs in, in, in this, in this inning, in this game so far. You know, Will Bednar not off to a great, didn't get off to a great start. First pitch hit out of the ballpark for a state was behind one nothing very quickly, uh, but he settled in since then. Uh, and like I said, state's just been putting the ball in play and making Samford make plays out there in the field, and they haven't been able to do that so far. Luke Hancock with a big two RBI single. And that's got the lead at 4-1, as I think we're now in top of the four, or bottom of the fourth.
3: Gotcha. Bottom of the fourth in Oxford as well with Florida State and Southern Miss. Southern Miss got two runs in the bottom of the second inning. Golden Eagles have put four hits on the board so far. Uh, Gabe Montenegro is one for two. Uh, Trimble's got a couple of hits in the ballgame. He is a second-year freshman that is draft eligible this year. And uh, was talking with the scout today. Uh, he was just kind of talking about different guys from uh, from Southern Miss and said Trimble is one of the uh, one of the players for the Golden Eagles that he really really likes. Christopher Sar- Sargent has got a hit in the game as well for uh, for the Golden Eagles. They are the home team in this game. Uh, the only RBI has come from Christopher Sargent. Uh, Southern Miss. Let's see, they're two <laughs> runs. I think, yeah, neither of the runs are earned. As uh, Florida State committed two errors. First hitter of the game, Montenegro, hit a ground ball to second, went right under the glove of the uh, of the second baseman, and then later in the inning, pretty sharply hit ball on the left side of the infield. Third baseman couldn't handle that. So uh, Messick not getting a lot of help from his defense early in this ball game. Um, just a random observation from one of the regionals that I've seen a little bit of today. The Florida Gators and their fans should be embarrassed. I don't care that the game started at lunchtime on Friday. It is a regional. You're trying to keep your season alive and they've got like, I don't know, maybe a
5: thousand people at the ballpark.
4: Your season alive and your coach in town.
5: Good good thing they spent like 50 million or however much money on that new stadium.
4: Yeah. I mean,
3: that's the reason they built it, right? I mean, you know, uh, the the old place didn't have any shade and you're trying to build an environment that was attractive for fans uh, i mean you know if they make it to play miami tomorrow everybody'll show up because florida fans show up when they play florida state and they show up when they play miami and that's about it let's uh let's run it, through
4: the scoreboard you can't use the excuse either I, i've never understood that with florida in baseball baseball cuz like miami when miami football's not really good there's a lot of other stuff to do. and Miami's pretty awesome if you've never been. I think you've been, Richard, right? To Miami. I've been to Miami.
3: I've not been to a
4: Miami right. football but, game. But Miami's awesome. There's a lot of stuff to do there instead of oh, go yeah. watch bad football in Miami. So I understand yes. like, if the Hurricanes aren't good or the Dolphins aren't good or the Heat aren't good or the Marlins aren't good, people don't go because the city, it rules there. You don't have that excuse in Gainesville. I mean, yeah, you're technically in Florida still, but that Gainesville's not a place where it's like, man, you've really got to get me to go, because if not, I could walk to the beach.
5: Not really the same setup there.
3: No, it's not the same setup. It's a college town, too. you got to support your I mean, they show up for football. It's, sort of,
5: it's the same argument we have with MSU basketball. Like, there's there's enough people within a one-hour drive radius... That you could, you know, that that can get there. That you should be able to, you know, have a decent-looking crowd. I mean, in Gainesville, Florida, you're 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 close enough to Orlando that you would think people could be like, yeah, I can I can get down and watch the game. You think a couple thousand could do that?
3: Yeah, and look, I don't want to hear the excuse of well, it was a lunchtime start because yeah, there were a couple other lunchtime starts. I'm watching Mississippi State. And I'm guessing eight 9,000 at the ballpark. Great crowd in Starkville for game one against Samford with Mississippi State still leading 4-1. to one. I've got Arkansas on the television in the studio. By the way, nine-hole hitter Webb just hit a two-run jack. They were oh, calling the Hogs. It true. is now 3-2, to two, and my goodness with the people uh, at Baum Stadium in Fayetteville. Yeah, I they mean, packed it that place is out. packed. That's impressive. Like, it's... Like eleven
4: thousand packed. I mean, well, they got nothing better to do based
7: on the how highlanders
5: they act bring on Twitter. a big. Highlanders bring a big crowd, man. They they travel. That group yeah, there. I mean, there were there were
3: a few NJIT fans. They they found rows. them and were putting them on on camera. They were cheering. Had a lot of cheer about early. and Silvio early.
5: were there. Chrissy. <laughs>
3: All right, we'll run the complete scoreboard when we come back with you. All the games that are going on right now. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad on this Friday.
8: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. We're looking good so far this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns, no major problems so far this afternoon. Please buckle up and drive safe and have a great weekend. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Smith Brothers, proudly serving the Metro since 1946.
0: Live music is back in 2021.
9: Let's get this show on the road. Sticks. Collective Soul.
2: Father's Day, June 20th. Brandon Amphitheater. Reserve seats on sale now at Ticketmaster.com or the venue box office.
9: Sticks. Collective Soul. The Return.
2: 26.
14: Home. Realtors and homeowners, listen up. When it's time to buy, sell, or most importantly, move, that's when you call Two Men in a Truck. Let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important. Visit twomininatruck.com.
15: No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051.
0: Real Talk for Real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. It's big. Brace yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices on Super Talk Mississippi. I've been living for
16: the weekend, but you not anymore. Because here comes that familiar feeling.
3: And here you go, games going on, finals so far. Top seven, USF leading 4-2 over the Florida Gators. Florida getting to that point of the game where things could be getting uncomfortable. Uh, trailing two, headed to the, uh, the home stretch. NC State all over Alabama. Wolfpack leading at 9-1 over the Crimson Tide. That is in the Ruston Regional. Uh, Dallas Baptist up 6-2 in the bottom of the sixth inning over Oregon State. And Kevin Abel, you remember a hero from the College World Series, what, three years ago when Oregon State won the national championship? He um, He got touched up early, and I was reading some folks online talking about really lost his composure on the mound, which is just not what you would expect for a guy that has seen as much postseason success as he has seen in his career. Texas having no trouble with Southern. They're in the bottom of the eighth inning in Austin, and the Longhorns leading at nine zip over the Southern Jaguars. It is three to two now in the top of the fourth inning in Fayetteville, with NJIT leading it over the overall number one seed, Arkansas Razorbacks. Mississippi State up four to one on Sanford. They're in the bottom of the fourth now at Duty Noble in Starkville. Top like of the five fifth inning.
5: Oh, is it five to one? Yeah, Tanner Allen with an RBI ground out. Rowdy Jordan comes around to score.
3: There you go. Sorry, I've got too many screens and can't watch all of them at the That's same time. That's a good time, thing.
5: So. That's a good thing.
3: Oh, yeah, there's a lot of good happening here. Uh, Mississippi State now leading 5-1 over Sanford. Southern Miss, top of the fifth inning, leading 2-zip over Florida State in the Oxford Regional. UC Santa Barbara, bottom of the first inning. Out to a one nothing lead over Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is the home team in that ball game. No score between North Dakota State and Stanford out in Palo Alto. They're in the top of the second inning. Finals from earlier today. Games that have already wrapped up. Liberty. Jumped out to an early lead and then cruised to an 11-6 win over Duke. Duke, the ACC tournament champions who are playing arguably as well as anybody in college baseball going into the regionals. And, uh, they get popped in the mouth in the uh, first game of their original. East Carolina trailed early. Came back and won no problem, eight to five over Norfolk State to jump into the winners bracket. South Carolina trailed three to one. They scored three unanswered and won four to three over Virginia. So a good start to the Columbia, South Carolina regional, where South Carolina is playing as a two seed. Texas Tech decides to go full on American. They beat Army six to three in game one of the Lubbock Regional. That's right, hey, dad. Just shake your head. I mean incredible.
4: come on. How dare they?
3: We just How had Memorial Day. I know. Uh, Texas Tech, the number eight national seed, they win 6 3 in game one of Lubbock Regional. Georgia Tech eeks one out 7 to 6 over Indiana State to uh, jump into the winner's bracket, likely to meet Vanderbilt tomorrow. And you have Notre Dame winning 10-zip over Central Michigan. So those are the finals of games uh, so far. And a big slate of games uh, still to be played later this afternoon or this evening, South Alabama and Miami, Central Connecticut and Oregon. Maryland and Charlotte will play in the – what regional is that in? Maryland and – is that East Carolina? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's the uh, Greenville, North Carolina regional. Right State – and Tennessee will play at 5 o'clock Central. Fairfield and Arizona State get started at 6 o'clock Central. That is in Austin, Texas. Uh, Ryder and Louisiana Tech tonight at 6 in Ruston. Jacksonville at Old Dominion at 6 tonight in Columbia, South Carolina. McNeese and TCU get started at 6 in Fort Worth. North Carolina and UCLA. That is in, where is that, Lubbock? I think that's Lubbock. Yes, that is Lubbock. Six o'clock. That one's on ESPNU. Michigan and Yukon tonight at six in. Uh, Where's Notre Dame? No, that's Notre right? Dame. That's no, Yeah, that's the South Bend. Uh, Presbyterian and Vanderbilt in Nashville. A Northeastern and Nebraska in Fayetteville scheduled to get started at seven. And then you got uh, Southeast Missouri State and Ole Miss at seven tonight. Campbell and VCU playing at seven in Starkville. 8 o'clock out on the West Coast, Nevada, and UC Irvine, Grand Canyon, and Arizona. 9 o'clock first pitch, central time. LSU-Gonzaga, that game is on ESPNU, also a 9 o'clock first pitch. So that's the uh, full slate of games. And South Florida threatening to add to the lead. Hit a fly ball into the left center field gap. Center fielder got there, had it hit and bounce out of his glove, throws it back in, throw gets away on the infield. Runner goes to third, so one out in the top of the seventh South Florida, leading it 4-2 to over the Florida Gators. Anything stand out to you in terms of results or games that are in action right now?
4: Kevin O'Sullivan is doing to his athletic director what Dan Mullen did to the same athletic director. Last game of the season, doesn't really care to be there anymore because he's got Ooh. his new destination picked out, ready to go. I don't know we'll if it really somebody, works out that we'll way. We've a but...
5: fastball to go off somebody's ankle at this point, and we have the full effect. <laughs> uh,
4: did, did, I, did I ever talk on the air about What I'd kind of heard about that. About Mullen leaving or a fastball off the ankle? No, no. Kevin O'Sullivan and LSU. No, I don't think so.
3: All right, so there was, as I understand it, initially, not just interest, but like, heck yeah, I'm interested, let's do it. And then after thinking about it for a day, Kevin O'Sullivan backed off of that and Kind of went with the, nah, I'm just going to go back to my AD, Scott Strickland, and ask for a great big old raise and a long-term contract extension. Got a new ballpark, recruited a really high level, we've proven you can win here, and the pressure is basically non-existent at Florida. So we'll see where that goes. I have heard some people say that, yeah, LSU is going to probably still make a significant run at him, uh, reports that LSU is willing to kind of pay what it takes. I don't know that it's an unlimited checkbook, but there is an expectation that that's going to be in the $1.8, $1.9 million range if that's what they've got to pay to go get their guy. Also, uh, a rumor that Ross Bjork is willing to pay $2 million a year. I say rumor. Eh, the rumor is probably not the uh, right way to some, – some pretty decent information – that if they got to do it, A and M would go to two million dollars a year, and it sounds like Jim
4: Schlossnagel is probably the leader there. So, it's such an interesting situation with college baseball, right? Because it doesn't make money at Texas A and M; it does not. But those people care about it. Obviously, they have a yeah. nice, very nice ballpark. They expect to win. And it, I guess it's a little bit different at AM and because they have unlimited funds. They raised $450 million in less than a year. Ole Miss will announce a campaign at some point. I mean, we've hinted at it many times, and Keith Carter even said on this show it's coming. A few hundred million dollars there. It might take years, and that's not a shot at Ole Miss. It just shows you the difference between the two places. But still, from a business perspective, I wonder if you weigh the... Do I really need to be paying a baseball coach $2 million a year when the return on the in, on the investment is a negative every year? The fans care, but at the end of the day, it doesn't make any money. It's such an interesting thought process and decision-making process. Like Tennessee. Hey, there was a report yesterday that Tennessee is going to make a major financial commitment in baseball. A huge one, which is, is great for the sport. But if you're Tennessee, are you really sure you want to do that? Because your people don't really care. They only care right now for a couple weeks.
5: Yeah. Now 5-2 in Starkville. uh, Solo home run from Sanford leads off the top of the fifth.
3: So both of Sanford's runs have come via the solo home run.
5: The solo home run, yes.
3: I wonder if Tennessee is a place where they could be convinced to care. And, And I think it is, because Knoxville's a big city, But Tennessee is very much, I mean, that's a passionate fan base. But Tennessee's going to have to do what Ole Miss did 20 years ago. It's going to have to be kind of an organic deal. And in a lot of ways, you had LSU and Mississippi State established. And Ole Miss would have one good crowd a season. They would draw 6,000 people for the baseball game that happened the same weekend as the spring football game. And then when Mike Bianco came, things changed. They kind of got a student group group to lead the charge of building a student culture in right field. And then it turned into the fun and the cool thing to do. And then they did some renovations to the stadium. And then you started having people out beyond left field that decided it was fun. And they turned it into a social event. And, you know, does right. Ole Miss have the savviest baseball fans in the history of the world no they don't but they've created an incredible environment and they've made it a, a social thing and, and that's the reason that it has succeeded mississippi state has always had an element of the social piece that goes along with baseball whether it was with the the old outfield rigs and the left field lounge i mean it was cooking it was coolers it was cold drinks ribs on the grill and really good baseball to boot and and then it just grew and grew and grew Tennessee might could get there
4: maybe but I don't think it's going to happen overnight real quick uh, did you see who just came in the game in Fayetteville did they just go to cops?
5: in the top of the fourth wow I'm telling you then he'll pitch tomorrow Inning and a third
3: from Caleb Bolden, two-thirds of an inning from Conard Nolan. Costew goes an inning and two-thirds, and in a 3-2 game in the top of the fourth, they turn it over to Kevin Copps. Wow.
15: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 86. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 68. Your Saturday, a 40% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, high near 86. And Sunday, 70% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 81. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon.
10: Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden
8: mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer. The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland.
9: Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601 933 1014 and let us protect your home because we hate termites more than you do.
10: New Care MD is
2: a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. For healthcare the way it should be visit
10: newcaremd.com that's newcaremd.com
14: the new degree of comfort
17: i'm kelly bennett and you're listening to Super Talk mississippi news today is national donut day but a lot of us don't know the day has its roots in doing good the tradition dates back to world war one when salvation army volunteers known as donut lassies traveled overseas to provide emotional and spiritual support as well as donuts and other supplies to troops on the front lines The Salvation Army of the Mississippi Gulf Coast has been celebrating by bringing donuts to first responders. Soldiers with the 155th and supporting elements have been at Fort Irwin, California, for their National Training Center rotation. Mississippi National Guard Major General Jansen Boyle says this training is a lot different than Camp Shelby.
5: You don't really understand the tyranny of distance and time. It's hot, uh, it's hard, it's uncomfortable, And uh, it's very realistic.
17: For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
0: on Super Talk Mississippi
9: Check this out Are you ready yet? Yeah. Sports Talk
0: Mississippi
3: All right so Florida goes 3 up 3 down in the bottom of the 7th inning they trail by 3 5 2 to South Alabama Gators down to their final six outs. Samford is trying to make a game of it. Just missed a home run. Then got a sacrifice fly and made it 5-3. to three. So that's a two-run game in Starkville. And Samford Bulldogs have got runners at the corners with two out. And an 0-2 count. Interesting time for Scott Foxhall to go out to the mound to uh, visit with Will Bednar. I think the rationale is there, Hey, Deb.
5: That's a good question. Uh, probably, you know, just if it's 0-2, you know, don't make a mistake here. You know, just, just throw you know, them your pitch. You're going to be all right. Let's just get out of this inning, and everything will be behind us. But Bednar has not been sharp this inning at all. and has an error that sort of has led to uh, that, that second run.
4: I think maybe he saw something. Maybe. Because you would think Bednar would know. All of this I mean, I guess you know, coaching reinforcement. You tell your players a lot of things they already know. Yeah, I think he threw a slider
3: that just spun and hung out over the middle of the plate. He actually got a strike call on it, but it was a slider that was belt high out over the heart of the plate. That's and true. that may have been, that may have been what the uh, the call was about. Sports Talk Mississippi with you streaming at uh, supertalk.fm. This
4: guy's a unit you be, at the plate, by the way. Yeah, big dude.
3: I Big defensive dude. tackle
4: for the football team They list him at six one two thirty five. Yeah, sure, my butt He's six one two thirty five.
3: 235 ceasefire text line 601-879-4395 Greg in Nettleton says Richard, I can't believe you're not on the call But after those four hot dogs Maybe just as well, just saying We've been down this road before Jokes aside, it'd be nice to see you And hear you on the tube again Thank you for that, Greg It's kind of you to say um, yeah, it's a little bummed out that I'm not doing a regional this weekend. Uh, but that is beyond my control. I'm not the guy that uh, that makes the decisions on who goes where. Uh, so hopefully that will uh, will come back in the future. I guess I've done four. I think I've done two in Oxford, one in Hattiesburg, and one in Conway, South Carolina, the Myrtle Beach regional or the Conway regional when Coastal Carolina hosted it and did a super regional a couple of years ago. But so hopefully that'll come back at some point. But awfully good to be here and to be talking about all it's fun to try and keep up with all the games that are going on at the same time.
4: It's nearly impossible. It really is. It's hard.
3: Arkansas a, is going to
4: win by the way. That was a pipe dream. I mean it's it's oh, well, they were always it going to win now but yeah, it's I mean have you ever watched a tie game and thought this one's over cuz I kind of have that feeling with uh with Arkansas right now. With
5: Arkansas, that game was over when the, when New Jersey decided to show up for the game. Or when Arkansas decided to show up for the game. Like that they were always going to win.
3: Yeah. They were always going to win, but I mean, isn't this a fascinating development that um Arkansas has used four pitchers and they've gone to Kevin Cops in the fourth inning?
4: Yeah, I mean, I mean that's you, that's not nothing. And especially how long are you going to you're going to keep him in because let, let's just say that NJIT gets out of this inning and it's tied for a couple more. Do you keep throwing him? Well, how yeah. long do you keep him in for? What what if you have just a one-run lead? Do you keep him in then? I mean, this is a, an interesting scenario because, like you said during the break, I'm taking what you said. It's not like Nebraska's a bad team now. And, it, and if you don't have your best foot to put forward, you're going to have some trouble. Yeah, and and obviously,
3: Arkansas will be relying heavily on Patrick Wicklander tomorrow in Game 2, but even with Wicklander, I mean, Copps has been their guy. He's been the shut the door. I've got to believe that Dave Van Horn's hope is Kevin Copps is in this game right now. Yes, he is in the game earlier, but I'm not bringing him in the game to finish it. I'm bringing him into the game for two or three innings, hopefully, and... It's going to give our offense a chance to get going and explode second, third time through the order. And we're going to turn this 3-3 game into uh, an 11-3 game. And then I'm going to pull Cops. I'm just not saving him for the end of the game. I just wanted to stop things exactly where they are.
5: Yeah. Bednar got a strike strikeout to end the inning. Uh, the so State only gives up the two runs, 5-3 going to bottom of five.
3: In Oxford, Florida State has just gotten on the board. They're in the top of the sixth inning, and the Seminoles hit a two-run home run to uh-oh. tie the game at two. What was the uh-oh?
4: That right there.
5: That was a jack, too. I'm,
4: I'm behind you guys was by like the guy? three pitches.
5: Was it a kabong or whatever his name is? Kabong. I was trying to figure out who hit it. Uh,
3: it was not Matthew Nelson. No, it was their two-hole hitter, Lacey. So now you're into the part of the order where uh, Nelson, the catcher, has got 22 dongs on the year.
4: Hey, Dad, did you uh, did you? Get... <laughs> hey, Dad, you're fake. <laughs> I need to make a note and you cut that out. He doesn't know what he said yet, does he? No, no. I, I do. I just I, <laughs> yeah. I,
3: I, I, like, like at some point, <laughs> at, at some point, you guys are not going to be 13 anymore. At some point, Mom. I
5: hope that day never comes. Never. Oh, goodness.
3: <laughs> so, so, a heck of a game going in Oxford 2 2 Florida State and Southern Miss. If you're an Old Miss fan, you're cheering for a couple of things. One, you, you want the game between Florida State and Southern Miss to go about 37 innings. And uh, two, I think you want to see Southern Miss have to go to Ryan Ott. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Stanley's been really good. By the way, Arkansas, I think about to blow this game open, Borky. After oh, a hit batter, face is loaded.
4: Yeah, it was a good run for my Highlanders. There can be don't, only don't count
3: one. them out yet. Don't, don't don't say they're
4: dead yet. I mean, it feels like they're probably dead. They're, they're, yeah. yeah, this isn't going to be the the let's, four
5: one. Let's put our let's put our, our our eggs in the corn husker basket if we want Arkansas to go yeah. out.
3: Looks like Ben Etheridge is up and throwing in the bullpen for Southern Miss. So not not right. straight to Ock, want to hold him for a little while, but Ben Etheridge, a guy that has been a starter at times this year. Man, the scenes from Baum Stadium in Fayetteville. Look, it looks great in Starkville, well, but, man, it looks like like Mardi Gras in
4: Fayetteville. I'm genuinely shocked. I mean, I guess I shouldn't be. It's Are a great you? fan base, but there's not an empty seat there. Not one. Not an empty seat.
5: The relative humidity is going to be high there. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man. Hey, how about those Lakers? Ooh, undone, undone in the end by injuries. Tough. You,
3: you Tough still, injury. you still. Hold on.
5: Whoa, whoa, whoa. What
3: you? Okay. Yes, yes, but they're a completely different team without Anthony Davis. But how yeah. about your boy just quitting on his team?
18: Eh.
3: What do you mean? The what is what is
7: eh? Yeah.
4: Lebron James is a quitter. Left so, and that's the thing here. It's not that this team lost because Anthony Davis is when he feels like it, and you never know when he does. Is a top five player in the league. He's unbelievable when he's mentally engaged, and he was clearly he's been injured because he, he wasn't always right. is. That's right. Obviously, wasn't right last night. And the roster is a little bit flawed. I mean, their next best player is Schroeder, who never wanted to be there in the first place. And then, I mean, you know. So, it's not that they lost. It's what it looked like. Game five, leaving the court with five minutes to go in the game. I mean, that's just... And spare me the excuse of treatment. Oh, he went to go get treatment. Yeah, Yeah, the five game minutes didn't make a single bit of difference. Uh, That's just ridiculous. And then last night... Multiple possessions when the game was... I mean, Phoenix was in control basically all night. But there was a couple of yeah, times in the second half when you thought... 12-point game. Yeah, where you thought, you know, a play here, a play there, and suddenly they can get back in. And multiple times not getting back on defense. Multiple times just empty offensive possessions where he just kind of stood a few steps off the three-point line and, and let Jay Crowder just kind of stand there with him and played four-on-four. And that that takeover stuff that you used to see from him, I mean, physically he he can't really do that as much as he could anymore anyway. But a, a, a do or die game, and that was the effort. That that was just it was awful. And then compounding that with what you saw after Game Five, and good for Phoenix. I mean, Phoenix is much more fun and compelling and interesting anyway. So I'm glad we get to see them play more. Yeah, Monty Williams been in the NBA forever. Got his first. Playoff series win last night. Good for him.
3: Phoenix is a fun team with, with Booker are. and with Ayton and with CP3 and had, playing at that such a super tight tie, level. too.
5: With,
4: uh, yeah, with, with, with Booker, too. So. Booker's stupid, man. What was he, 15 of 22 last night? Really? really what he have? Really he had 40? 40, 40, right?
5: 47? Yeah, 47.
4: Wow. Just, just unconscious. And he does it from everywhere. That's the best part about Booker's game. It's. You, know, Steph Curry does most of his scoring from the outside. Booker scores at three levels. Sports Talk Mississippi
3: with you streaming at supertalk.fm. First hour, we will put a bow on it after this timeout. I mean it. I mean it.
8: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. We're looking good so far this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns, no major problems so far this afternoon. Please buckle up and drive safe and have a great weekend. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Smith Brothers, proudly serving the Metro since 1946.
13: This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs.
7: Here's Uncle Cy. Bugs can be a problem. Then you got the termite. They got big teeth, like this barn. It would probably take them all maybe three or four days to eat this barn down and there wouldn't be nothing but the tin left laying on the ground. Bunch of sawdust. That's all they leave behind them, sawdust. How many bugs have I got in my beard? Hopefully none. Is that what's been moving? We got a tough crowd here, boys. If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The
10: name to trust for over 65 years, the Havard Pest Control. At Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard pest Control. Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309.
20: See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Find out what's happening in Mississippi politics
0: and what it means to you on The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert, weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Are we going to do this? Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Keep
9: rolling. Three, two, one.
0: Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. As we wrap up the 3 o'clock hour, let's run the scoreboard. A bunch of games going right now. Things interesting, tightening up in some places, turning into blowouts in some places. Let's go to Gainesville first, where USF gives up a run in the bottom of the eighth inning. But that is all. It is five to 5-3. The South Florida Bulls, out of the American Athletic Conference, won the conference tournament. They are the four-seed in Gainesville. They've got a two-run lead over Florida headed to the ninth inning where they will play for insurance. Bottom of the eighth inning in, I can't even remember where, Dallas Baptist leading at 6-5 over Oregon State. I think that's in Fort Worth. Um, That's correct. Is that right? 6-5 Dallas Baptist over Oregon State. Bottom of the eighth inning. Bottom of the fourth inning. It's now nine to three. Arkansas is pouring it on here against NJIT, and so my question is: Does Dave Van Horn say, "Hey, thanks for getting an out, Kevin Cops. We're good."
5: Yeah,
3: you've got we'll to run.
5: right. You got to pull them out. Yeah, I, I yes. definitely would. I'll put it that
4: way. Well, it, it, help help me figure out how they got to this point, though.
5: Who?
14: Markins I mean, having to get
4: to cops.
5: That's, that's how, how do you tough? not have enough faith in your guys who who only lost ten games all year to D- just
3: but, but handle it? No, that that's what Dave Van Horn does. There is no rope for his guys. When they get in trouble, he pulls them and he doesn't care if it's in the second inning. He's done it for a decade. It's worked. And there's something to be said for that. I mean, it's it's worked pretty darn well. He, he doesn't let his guys have something spin out of control. Now, once it gets out of control, he may leave a guy out there and say, hey, you just got to wear it. Sorry. But in a tight game, you walk a batter, you give up a hit, and then you walk a guy or walk a couple of guys and then give up a base hit, you're out.
4: So, Yeah, they I mean, won a national re- championship. Oh, wait, that's right, they dropped... The National Championship. There's there. another
3: home run for Arkansas to make it
4: 9-3. Okay, you're definitely taking them out now. Yeah,
3: six-run six, six run lead in the bottom of the fourth inning. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what uh, Arkansas does. Uh, Mississippi State leading 5-3 over Samford in the top of the sixth inning. Florida State, a couple of long balls in the top of the sixth. They now lead 3-2. Over Southern Miss. So Southern Miss trailing for the first time in the game. 1-1 between UC Santa Barbara and Oklahoma State. That's in the bottom of the third. 1-1 between North Dakota State and Stanford. Uh, I'm sorry, Stanford. That is in the top of the fourth inning finals from games that were completed earlier today. Liberty 11-6 to over Duke. East Carolina 8-5 to over Norfolk State. Uh, South Carolina 4-3 over Virginia. That's a really good win for South Carolina.
4: And by the way, they had to make a pitching change early. They did, yeah. It was ugly at first. Yeah. Nice atmosphere, too, for the uh, for the road team in the in the regional. About 5,000 people or so. It was good to see. Texas Tech a winner,
3: 6-3 over Army. Uh, Georgia Tech wins 7-6 over Indiana State. Notre Dame 10-zip over Central Michigan. Uh, final now in Ruston, NC State eight to one over Alabama, and Texas beats Southern, the Jaguars of Southern University, eleven to nothing. So those are uh, the games going on in the finals that we've
4: got so far uh, from today. I think the result would have been the same. It is a shame though we didn't get to see if Jackson State could have, you know, put up a better fight. And hey, Southern won the game. They won, so they they deserve the opportunity, but. Undefeated in conference play, didn't get a shot at at the postseason. It's Just such a shame. Hey, Dad, did you uh, did you watch the hot
5: dog video? I, I didn't see the video. I saw the pictures. What, did you tweet a video? I kept waiting on yeah. you to send it to me, like we discussed. But I couldn't send it
3: to you from my phone. It was three and a half minutes long. Um, you could email it. I was afraid it wouldn't even go through as an email. Uh, I can still send it to you, so that I guess you can well, put no, it I'm... on Facebook.
5: I can just yeah, I'll figure something out.
3: It's on Instagram.
5: I see that. Yes, yes.
3: But both my Instagram feed and the Super Talk Instagram feed. So do whatever magic it is you do from there. Can you pull it from there and put it wherever you need to put it?
5: Maybe. I'll have to look into it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We. Uh, I, don't, we can... I don't know a lot about the Insta. You know. There you go.
3: Uh, we got some college football stuff to get into as we cruise through the afternoon. Johnny Manziel, back in the news. Um, is it funny? Is it crazy? Is it silly? Or is it just sad? And maybe sad is the answer at this point as it pertains to Johnny Manziel. Uh, he talked, uh, talked on a podcast. Barstool podcast, yeah. Earlier this with week, the boys, bussing with the boys. Yeah.
4: Taylor Lewan and somebody else? Will Compton, isn't that right? I think that's right. They bought an old school bus and made it a podcast studio. Athletes may that's- make too much money after all.
3: <laughs> I-, I was going to say when uh, when you are former NFL star and you have plenty of money, I guess you can buy and retrofit a school bus. Uh pretty big late news dump from the SEC. This is what yeah yesterday would have been the wrap up of the spring meetings. Uh down in Sandestin. Those were virtual this year, but all the meetings still did happen virtually and uh some pretty big news that I think we were expecting. We'll get into that as well. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm.
0: Super Talk, Mr. Talk, powered Mississippi.
12: by your trade professionals five, at Ferrari Street Forces, 6134599 I'm Rich Denison. President Biden today crediting Americans for their actions in helping the country add 559,000 jobs last month, according to the latest report from the Labor Department.
0: Wearing masks initially and getting vaccinated, and it's no small part to the bold action we took by passing the American Rescue Plan.
12: The unemployment rate is down to 5.8%, which is the lowest since pandemic shutdowns began. U.S. intelligence officials say it's unlikely unexplained aerial objects seen by military personnel in recent years are evidence of alien technology some u.s officials believe ufos are potentially from russia or china
17: without outpaced the united states in the development of hypersonic weapons that travel five times the speed of sound other officials believe this could be equipment malfunction from aging u.s jets many decades
12: old fox's lucas tomlinson at the pentagon america is listening to fox news
9: Three Doors Down, The Better Life 20th Anniversary Tour. September 23rd, Brandon
18: Amphitheater. Very special guest, Seether.
9: For the first time ever, The Better Life played in its entirety, plus all the hits. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Three Doors Down with Seether, The Better Life 20th Anniversary Tour
17: i'm kelly bennett and you're listening to supertalk mississippi news many had feared meat supplies would be impacted after a cyber attack on a major meat processing company this week andy berry with the mississippi cattlemen's association and the mississippi beef council says there are no
9: issues this has been a protracted thing another
11: week uh, we would have really maybe saw some shortages show up but right now there's plenty of beef available
17: He expects supplies to hold steady. A 12-year-old named Zachariah Cartledge has been running for law enforcement officers who lost their lives in the line of duty. This week, he ran a mile carrying the blue line flag honoring one of Mississippi's own.
14: The first
20: one tonight is for fallen trooper John Harris. He worked with the Mississippi Department of Public Safety, Mississippi Highway Patrol, and his end of watch was May 28, 2021, and he lost his life after he was struck by a tractor trailer in the line of duty.
17: Zachariah is the founder of the nonprofit Running for Heroes. I'm Kelly Bennett.
21: Hello, this is Rosie the Skunk for Atmos Energy. You might think I make a bad smell. I mean, of course you do. Why wouldn't you? After all, I'm a skunk. But my stinky fragrance is nothing compared to the rotten egg smell of a gas leak, because that could be dangerous. So if you think you smell a leak or encounter other signs, such as hearing a hissing or blowing sound, or seeing a vapor cloud, blowing dirt or bubbling water, do not smoke, talk on the phone, turn on or off equipment or vehicles, or do anything that could cause a spark. Leave the area immediately, then call 911 and Atmos Energy. Atmos Energy will send a trained technician to investigate the situation. Take it from a skunk, gas leaks just plain stink. Seriously, there's no gray area here. When dealing with gas leaks, it's black and white. (laughs) Yep, that's a little skunk humor there. For more information, visit atmosenergy.com slash gas safety.
17: The small craft harbor in Long Beach was torn apart during Hurricane Zeta. And the mayor says they're considering large-scale changes because the damage is so repetitive. The city wants to build back in a way that can withstand the next storm. Over $2 million in GoMesa funding will be used to construct a bulkhead wall that'll better protect the harbor in the future. That's great news for fishermen because seven months later, boats can only launch from the northernmost pier. Department of Public Safety Commissioner Sean Tendall would like to have more state troopers on the roads. He thinks having an annual school for cadets would help him reach that goal.
11: The reality is every year we have about 30 to 40 retire. And if we're only graduating about 40 a year, we're just staying even. And uh, we're allocated to have 650 troopers. Uh, Right now, we're around 500.
17: Tendle is vowing to push for the largest pay raise for law enforcement in the history of the agency in the upcoming legislative session. I'm Kelly Bennett.
3: Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, these SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, they are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today, and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford.
18: This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team.
10: Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson ninety seven point three.
9: Check this out
0: <laughs> Sports Talk, Mississippi, Super Talk, Mississippi.
3: Southern Miss makes a pitching change. Top of the seventh inning, they go to Ben Etheridge. With Florida State leading by a run, three to two. That's happening all about three miles from where I sit at Swayze Field. Game one of the Oxford Regional. Florida is down to its final out. They do have a runner at third base with two down, but they trail by two, so five to three. One swing of the bat keeps the game alive, but if it's not a uh, swing of the bat to the right. Spot, then uh, potentially the game comes to an end. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydet. Haydet, I tried to text you this video. Did it come through?
5: I don't know. I'm, I'm using my phone to watch the game. It just came through. There, there
3: we go. I was able to text a four-minute video. I, who knew? So there you go. That, wh- whatever it is that you got to do with it from there, it's all yours. I'll,
5: I'll get it. I'll get it figured out. Don't worry.
3: Uh, we get a message uh, on the C Spire text line. You want to be part of the conversation? That's the best way. Six oh one-eight seven nine four three nine five. Be honest. You know your business deserves better, so get better with the C Spire Business Internet and Phone Bundle. Backed by real support. See how C Spire can power your success today at com slash business. I missed it. How are the hot dogs? So there are a couple there's a video floating around. It's on Instagram. Uh, It's on my Instagram feed, Richard Cross STM. It's also on the Super Talk Mississippi Instagram page. And I put a link to it on Twitter as well. So if you want to click through that way, I guess you've got to have Instagram. Hey Dad's going to try and get it on Facebook and maybe Twitter as well, and uh, we'll get it out. So they had the specialty hot dogs. Had a hot dog named after each of the mascots. The Ole Miss hot dog was basically a barbecue dog. So it was barbecue, slaw, and barbecue sauce on a hot dog. And it was better than I thought it was going to be. Remember we were going through them yesterday, and I thought, nah, it's kind of boring. It was good. Like, like really good. Final in Gainesville. South Florida wins game one, 5-3. to three. The Florida Gators, the number 15 seed, will now have to come through the loser's bracket to uh, advance to a super regional.
5: Wow. I thought State had, I thought State had just broken it open there. Kellum Clark with a long drive to the right field, but it's caught at the wall. Still five three. Five three. State's got a runner on third with one out. There you I go. Thought was going to be, I thought they were very close to a two run bomb there.
3: All right. So the uh, the rebel dog was better than I thought it was going to be. The Red Hawk dog was my favorite. That's the one I kind of questioned yesterday because of the buffalo sauce. It had um it had the, the buffalo sauce and jalapenos and Did it had the fried onions. Yeah, but I couldn't really taste the fried onions. Yeah, was it what you were was... worried
5: about, though? Was it the like the shoestring onions you buy for green bean casserole, or were they actual fried onions?
3: Like, I didn't even notice that they were on there. They had the, the pepper jack cheese as well. But it was really, really good. It was my favorite. The uh, The Golden Eagle Dog was the one with the uh, jalapeno pimento, uh, pimento cheese with the crumbled bacon on top. It was okay, Um I don't know, maybe I was looking for a little bit more of a homemade-style pimento cheese. I was most disappointed, though, with the voodoo dog that was supposed to have the fried macaroni and cheese and then, like, a cheese drizzle. Well, here's what I had in my mind, and maybe I was thinking too much. I was thinking, like, gourmet mac and cheese with that, like fried crumble on top of it with a scoop oh. of that on the dog. That's what I was envisioning. No, it's like a fritter, right? It was like a fritter. So think yeah. like you know corn poppers, but instead it was mac and cheese poppers with just a big old scoop of Rotel on top of it. It was kind of meh, They are okay. All right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, hey, you seven bucks, you can go for it. Uh, I, I would absolutely say it was worth it. Uh, and limited supply. So that was fun. And, uh, I took a big bite of all of them, probably a bigger bite than I should have of all of them. Uh, and then I proceeded to eat the rest of all of them, sans just a couple of bites. So I'm four hot dogs in, kind of meat sweating my way through the, um, (laughs) through the program this afternoon with you. We're glad to be with you. Um, Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm.
4: It reminds me of that time we had a we got a text randomly. It like it, it was the second most shook I've ever been from a, a texter on this show. The first one was when the guy told me that uh my dog was ugly. That really shook me. Aww. It just a random out of the blue Borky, your dog is ugly. The next one was when that guy randomly told you after you called a basketball game, it was like Richard, uh, nice call, but uh, you're gaining weight or something. Like, he made a comment on the way you looked and told me you were getting bigger. I was like, wait, yeah. what? What is this guy talking about? And that wasn't even directed towards me.
3: Hmm. I'd kind of forgotten about that.
4: Yeah, but you remember that now, right? You, you, yeah, I do. What a jerk.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah. Almost as bad as calling my very handsome dog ugly.
3: There was... Um one of the sweetest ladies that I've ever known in my life, and she's still with us. Not in great health, but uh, Miss Corbeil, who I have known since I was eight years old, and have gone to church with forever and ever and ever. Just the sweetest, kindest. She's, she's like a, a second grandmother to me. So, in a way that only an older lady can get away with. I was at church one Sunday morning, had on a suit and a tie, and the the neck of my collar was my, my collar was a little tight. Hey, you know, if you have a, a shirt on where the collar is a little tighter than it needs to be it sometimes will give the illusion of like a you know a little bit of a neck roll or like double chin type deal whatever I, I she, have no idea what you're talking about because you don't wear a shirt with a collar or because <laughs> <laughs> it's happened to me yeah so so Miss Corville walks up to me at church on a Sunday morning, and she reaches out with her thumb and her index finger, and she grabs the side of my neck and squeezes it just a little bit, and she goes, Richard, I don't think you need to put on any more weight. <laughs> I said, that I said, makes me happy. I said, yes, ma'am. So I
10: yes, I, have ma'am. The I think problem. you're
5: probably right. I don't know if it's a problem, but I have the opposite thing, because all of my classmates... Who called me fat when I was like 195 pounds back in the day? They see me now and they've all put on weight. The, oh, Brian, you look great. <laughs> so I just shake my just nod. Yeah. Thank you. Southern Thank you.
4: women are the most savage roasters of the bunch because they do it with a sweet little accent and very nice words. And like, they, bless your heart. Yeah. And they cut you down with a knife.
3: She never held anything back. And uh, I appreciated it. I mean, if you don't have somebody in your life that can be that honest with you, then uh, you probably need to find that person. Somebody said giblets or what you call that. Yeah, like neck giblets or giblets. Giblets, right? Giblets. When we're talking about gravy. We go giblet, right?
5: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not not paying attention. I am trying to get these videos up for you. There you go. No, I'm uh, I'm with you.
4: Oh, There's a right, soccer so- game on right now? No, in the off season. See you in August. So, but it's not the off season
5: because the Americans played last night. I don't. I don't do the international thing.
3: It's not so much the international thing. It's our country. The
5: Russian bot. I don't watch double A baseball either. Wow, It's
4: not any good. Why do I watch? Cause it's your country, you commie.
5: I mean I don't watch the, our water polo team either when that happens.
4: I don't what, what do you want from me? But you like the sport of soccer. It'd be different if you were watching the, the how do you like how do you WPL? like the sickle and hammer underwear? Yeah.
5: Calm down there, comrade. What's President Xi doing? <sighs> hey, Taiwan goodness. is a country. I just wanted to let y'all know. <sighs>
3: I was trying to get to this Borky. Why don't you, why don't you summarize the Johnny Manziel interview and then let's talk about it when we come back.
4: So the the, the headlines are um, a little surprising to me, considering what's happening next month. But Johnny Manziel joined uh, Taylor Lewan, uh, the offensive tackle for the Titans, and I think it's Will, I forget the other guy's name. Doesn't matter. On a barstool based podcast, and of course they asked him about his time as a college athlete, a high-profile college athlete at Texas A&M, and what that was like. and Manziel basically told a handful of stories about how he was able to to make money, most of which he acquired through signing autographs for cash. Remember, the NCAA investigated it, really couldn't find anything. I'm sure they didn't really try to find anything, and suspended him for a half against Rice. But Manziel really laid it out clearly. He said he was making a good living, Didn't really get anything like that until after he won the Heisman. You know, in two different autograph sessions, made a total of thirty-three thousand dollars. In one case, he signed like a thousand different things for three grand, which seems a little, uh, like like a little bit of a short. But basically, it was Johnny Manziel talking about his time in college and how he got paid a boatload of money to sign autographs in sketchy hotel rooms for a handful of
11: people.
3: Well, but it wasn't sketchy hotel rooms, right? It was the Fountain Blue in Miami, yeah. and then there was what one other one in Connecticut. I, I don't know which hotel it was. That's beside the point. Whether it was a sketchy hotel room it, or not, but
4: it's and now it's making headlines. It's Manziel admits to getting money while a college quarterback, and I'm.
3: Well, and you remember he was suspended for half a half. Like the season opener against Rice, I think it Rice, was. Rice, that yeah. is correct, yes. The year after, he comes in the start of the second half, has a long touchdown running, and what does he do? He makes money signs to the crowd. He just, it was just a mockery. We'll talk about it after this.
8: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, call 601-605-4443. Still have debris in the roadway. Left lane is blocked southbound on 55 at exit 94B. Southbound traffic on 55 backed all the way up to Lakeland. Also seeing delays northbound up through the waterworks. Elsewhere, no other major problems. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217.
15: There's a job for every driver at Total Transportation of Mississippi. Now is the time to join our team. We know that driving is more than just a job. It's a way of life for those on the road our total team family is here to support our drivers every mile of the way and now we're hiring teams with $7,500 sign-on bonus and for individuals several options are available with over 30 years experience and 1,300 employees and counting total transportation is your next job for the open road visit totalms.com to apply totalms.com safety security service that's total transportation
16: Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so,
11: then you are ready for an XMARC. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and & Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special XMARC pricing and special XMark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days, that's five months before your first payment and still Frederick Sales & Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi
10: since 1993.
15: Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you, well, need your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon, and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you, well, needs your vehicle. Quality vehicles, affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors.
13: To good things with me, Rebecca Turner, it's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
0: From the flatlands of Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi.
9: Every minute worth waiting for.
0: Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Friday afternoon. Baseball happening all over the place, and we are here for it. Good to be with you. So we're talking a little bit about the Johnny Manziel story. So he goes on this uh, podcast, and he talks in detail about signing autographs, getting paid, and making a quote-unquote nice living while he was at, uh, at Texas A&M. Are these the only benefits that Johnny Menzel received? Ah, probably not. Said he was never paid for an autograph until after he won the Heisman Trophy, decided to cash in, claims $33,000. Three grand from one dealer. Another dealer comes along and is like, hey, man, you're getting ripped off. I'll give you 30 grand if you'll go to this um, other room and sign stuff. So he goes to the, the this hotel room. He says, send me a picture of everything you've signed when you're done and I will text you the code to the safe, and you can get the cash to pay for it out of there. So, I mean, we're all looking around knowing that NIL is about to go into effect, and this is what we're talking about, the ability to capitalize on your name, your image, and your likeness. And that's what signing autographs is. And so we are very quickly going to a time where it's just not an issue at all, But it was still an issue when Johnny Manziel was playing. And he clearly doesn't care what the NCAA thinks or what Texas A&M or anybody else thinks. But that kind of seems to be a hallmark of who Johnny Manziel is. (laughs) Doesn't really care about anybody but himself. And clearly he's got problems. Clearly he's got demons. As individually talented a player as I've ever seen in person. He's in the, the top three most gifted players, most gifted athletes I've ever seen, certainly in the sport of football, with with my own eyes. So much fun to watch him play. We've gone down this road before, though, Borky. You you just really, really hope that somehow he can get it together, because it just doesn't feel like it's going to end well for Johnny Manziel.
4: Yeah, and that's kind of the vibe I got when I listened to the interview. I mean... There is nothing that he said that I thought was incredibly damning. Like, you see the headlines today. I mean, it it got covered at National News, Fox, CNN, and stuff like that. Like, everybody's covering this admission from Johnny Football. And I can't even bring myself to have any kind of reaction to that. Because, number one, of course he got money when he was in college. And, number two, we're like 30 days less than 30 days away from name, image, and likeness being a thing. I cannot possibly care uh, about that at all. But... I can't help but be sad when I listen to him. It just you see, such like you said, such an incredible talent, completely wasted. And what bothers me in particular, and forgive me for, you know, ruining the vibe of what was a high energy show, but I hate how people almost encourage him to act like this. Like he, like he's a he's a social media rock star, and when he says things on Twitter that you shouldn't post on Twitter. Everybody's like, yeah, look at Johnny Football. Man, he's awesome. And in reality, no, he's not. He's a spectacle. And the thing about spectacles is they're great to look at, but when you are one or involved with one, it's a nightmare. It's a destructive, toxic nightmare. And I just, I wish people would stop propping his behavior up as anything other than a problem. But when you do that... You get made fun of, like Colin Cowherd. You know, Colin Cowherd says things about people like him, and I want my quarterback to be a leader. And when when they're not, oh, how dare you! They can be whatever they want. And in reality, guys like Cowherd are right when it comes to guys like Manziel. We don't need to prop bad behavior up and act like it's okay. We need to not make a spectacle out of people like him because they don't know how to handle it. It's just sad. It's really sad. Because my favorite football games I've attended in person were watching him. And he beat Ole Miss twice. I was a college student. He beat Ole Miss twice in front of my face, and I I had a blast watching that dude play football.
5: He's the most dominant guy I saw in just a single game at Mississippi State. Just absolutely controlled the game from the first snap and and won it basically single-handedly.
3: The, the only other one that comes close for me is Cam Newton
5: Yeah, and the one game I got to see Cam He wasn't that great against Mississippi State That was really early in the season uh, He just got better from there But Yeah Quick update here uh, From Starkville, 7-3 to three now State's got runners on the corners with nobody out Bednar went 7 innings today Pitched up through 110 pitches and, and you know How would you grade his outing today? You know, you got to give him. I mean, in terms of what he what he gave Mississippi State, you have to give him an A, right? Seven. No, innings? eight to three. Eight to three. Fun? Yeah. There you go. Uh, you're a little ahead of me. Um, but I mean, he gave him seven innings of, of, of pitching and left with the lead. What more can you ask for from the guy? I mean, they would they have liked him to, you know, shut them out? Sure, but. To 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 put yourself in that situation, and, and now you know you're not going to probably have to tax your bullpen very much. My guess is they'll bring in Preston Johnson here uh, in the eighth, and uh, if if they can continue to tack onto this lead, they might not even have to bring him in. They might go with Parker Stenette or something like that. But yeah, that's a that's a good outing for Bednar.
3: Yeah, no, I I agree that it's a good outing. Maybe I'm grading with a little bit sharper pencil
6: mm-hmm.
3: because I, I I'm not sure. I mean, I think I would give it a solid B. Yeah, he, he he was not
5: he was particularly today. sharp. Yeah, but the, but the result B- but, of what he gave.
3: Absolutely no no I, that again that's why I say good outing for Will Bednar, mm-hmm. but I'm not giving it an A plus. It wasn't an no, outing no. where where he went out and just absolutely shoved and gave up two hits and struck out eleven. But man, Ben McDonald has said to us said this to us many times. In in the past, he said, "You know, you really got three categories as a pitcher. You've got your days when you got your best stuff, and you feel like you can do anything. That that's the day when you feel like you can go out and you can flirt with a no hitter, that that you can throw a shutout." He said, "You got the days where your stuff's okay, and then you've got days where you just don't have it." and I'm not saying he didn't have it today, where your fastball command's not great and your breaking ball's spinning more than it is breaking, and he said that's where you figure out if you're a pitcher. On a day where you don't have it, if you can figure out how to still get outs, that's the mark of not just a good but a great pitcher. I don't know where on that spectrum Will Bednar falls today, Mm-hmm. He didn't look like he was in the elite category in terms of his stuff. No. But it was good enough.
5: I mean, I mean he just and, made, what, one mistake in the first inning, and then he had the, the rough stretch in the fifth. But other than that, he pitched pretty well. Yeah. I guess I'm talking about
3: consistency of the breaking ball. I, I mean, yeah. more than anything. I mean, I'm I'm looking at a breaking ball that stayed out over the plate a lot. Yeah. So, Anyway. Bottom line, a really, really good outing. Whether it was his best outing or not doesn't matter, as Mississippi State leads eight to three in the bottom of the seventh inning over Samford. And and hey, Hayed in a lot of ways maybe kind of what we thought this game was gonna be, right? You didn't necessarily think that Mississippi State was gonna jump out to an eleven to one lead and just cruise the entire way. Yeah, they very had to similar. battle, they had to fight, they had to scrap, but then when you look up at the end, there's a really good chance that this is going to be an 11-4 to game.
5: It's sort of similar to the the first game of the regional two years ago, where JT Ginn came out and struggled uh, in the first couple of innings and they had to turn it over to the bullpen, but eventually the bats got going and, and then and they pulled away. But you know, in the first few innings, that game was very much back and forth, and so, was, so, so this one felt the same way, too. And it's still not over yet, obviously, 8-3 as we go into the, uh, the eighth, but... State state's done enough, it appears today, that they should be in good shape for the rest of the way. Leadoff double
3: for Florida State off of Ben Etheridge in the top of the eighth inning. Seminoles leading 3-2 over USM. Winner of this game will meet the winner of tonight's game between Ole Miss and Southeast Missouri State at 5 o'clock tomorrow. The loser will play an early game, what, uh, 11 o'clock? Maybe it's noon, first pitch uh, against the loser of tonight's ball game, so Florida State leading three to two, trying to add to the lead in the top of the eighth inning. Amanda on the ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. Some say that Joe Burrow is arrogant, and so forth, and Lord knows Manziel was and is. Why hasn't Burrow tanked? Manziel grew up rich, and Burrow didn't. One really appreciates where he is, as in Joe, and the other just expects to be on top. Just thinking on a Friday.
5: Just, it's an interesting question. You know? People are just Do different. What? You know, people are just different. I mean, some, some, I mean, addiction doesn't have a a specific class that it sticks to. There are poor addicts, rich addicts, and everything. It's just you know what happens to you and how you react to it.
3: Somebody says uh, you guys are talking about Manziel, like my grandmother talks about my drug addict cousin who was decent at baseball. Yeah, and we're not talking about it from an enabling standpoint. But there are clearly addiction issues and maybe mental health issues that go along. Well, I mean, I, he's even admitted to as much Um, with, with Johnny Manziel. And it's sad because he was wildly talented. Wildly talented. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back.
15: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullander. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 86. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 68. Your Saturday, a 40% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, high near 86. And Sunday, 70% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 81. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
4: Mississippi Braves baseball is back and offers an affordable and safe outing for the entire family. See the future stars of the Atlanta Braves right here at Trustmark Park and enjoy daily promotions throughout the season. Single game tickets start at $5 and the Braves can tailor a ticket plan just for your schedule or a group outing from 20 to 500 people. For more information on promotions or to purchase tickets, call
10: 888-BRAVES-4 or visit MississippiBraves.com.
15: The best made to order lunches right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or GrubHub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283.
7: Here's Uncle Cy.
18: What's the biggest bug you've ever seen in your life?
7: Well, that would be me and a bunch of soldiers when we was in Vietnam fighting the war we run into a herd of oriental cockroaches and they all weighed about 30 pounds we actually had a firefight with them for about two hours they was trying to overrun us if you want the real story about pest control call havard pest control incorporated the professional bug exterminator the
10: name to trust for over 65 years at pest control the difference is- at Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pests and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard pest
17: I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Many had feared meat supplies would be impacted after a cyber attack on a major meat processing company this week. Andy Berry with the Mississippi Cattlemen's Association and the Mississippi Beef Council says there are no issues.
5: This has been a protracted thing another week. Uh, we would have really maybe saw some shortages show up but right now there's plenty of beef
17: available. He expects supplies to hold steady. A 12-year-old named Zachariah Cartledge has been running for law enforcement officers who lost their lives in the line of duty. This week he ran a mile carrying the blue line flag honoring one of Mississippi's own.
20: The first one tonight is for fallen trooper John Harris. Here with the Mississippi Department of Public Safety, Mississippi Highway Patrol, and his end of watch was May 28th, 2021. And he lost his life after he was struck by a tractor trailer in the line of duty.
17: Zachariah is the founder of the nonprofit Running for Heroes. I'm Kelly Bennett.
6: As a farmer, I, I grow U.S. From a farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product, and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm... Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious, simple
7: as that.
0: The GT Show with Gerard Gibbert, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Weekdays at 10 on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Super Talk Mississippi News. Your news all the time, on air and online. Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Sports Talk Mississippi continues.
3: Florida State hits another home run. They lead 5-2 over Southern Mississippi, headed to the bottom of the eighth. Southern down to its final six outs in the game. And um, Golden Eagles trying to uh, climb back into this one. Starter on the mound was Hunter Stanley. Stanley, six innings, four hits, three Runs only one of them earned a couple of walks and six strikeouts. Etheridge out of the bullpen, uh, two hits allowed, a couple of uh, earned runs for Florida State. Parker Messick went six innings, seven hits, two runs. Neither of them earned five strikeouts. He was good through 103 pitches, and uh, they've gone to a couple of guys out of the bullpen so far as well. In Starkville, it's eight to four. Mississippi State leading it over Samford in the top of the eighth. Now headed to the bottom of the eighth inning, solo home run for Samford to get one run closer, but they uh, they trail it by four. Headed uh, to the eighth, so Sam- uh, Samford down to its final three outs, and Mississippi State gets a turn to hit to try and extend the lead.
5: And good job by Preston Johnson there. Gives up the home run on first pitch home run. Both states pitchers today give up a first pitch home run. But then it's a flyout, stri- or sorry, strikeout flyout pop up, get out of the inning. Looks like state's going to be able to avoid bringing in Landon Sims. So that'll be big for the, uh, the rest of the weekend.
3: No doubt. Scoreboard Arkansas 10 4 over New Jersey Institute of Technology. That is in the top of the seventh inning. They ended up using Kevin Copps for two and a third. I just don't. Okay. Not, not gonna question Dave Van horn I guess not that the benefit I'll,
5: of the doubt. I'll come back with you on Sunday and I'll, I'll let you know
3: so 10 Arkansas over NJIT Oklahoma State and Cal Center Barbara top of the sixth inning UCSB up five to two Stanford's hit a bunch of home runs they lead five to one over North Dakota State Oregon Oregon up 3-zip at the bottom of the second. Everything else has gone final, so only a handful of games going on uh, going on right now. Liberty beat Duke 11-6. East Carolina 8-5 over Norfolk State. USF knocked off Florida 5-3. South Carolina beat Virginia 4-3. Texas Tech beat Army 6-3. Georgia Tech 7-6 over Indiana State. Notre Dame 10-zip. Over Central Michigan shutout there. NC State beats Alabama eight to one. Dallas Baptist holds on; they win six to five over Oregon State, and Texas wins it eleven to nothing over Southern University. Hey, Dad, you gonna go to the ballpark tonight and watch the uh, the night game between VCU and Campbell? Nah, I'm not
5: interested. in that. I got, I got some food prep to do. What are you cooking? I'm going to do, uh, do my little cheat method on, on a pork butt and do some uh, jerk pulled pork for some tacos. Made a pineapple salsa and a chipotle ranch. Nice. So, yeah, I'm excited. So do you have to do the,
3: like, long,
5: slow cook so on the pork butt? That's what I'm talking about with the cheat method, what I do. And you, you can only do it if you're going to, like, it, it, it doesn't work for everything. Like, if you just want to eat barbecue pulled pork, you, this doesn't work. But instead of just putting the whole butt on there, I, I I I cut it into chunks and no. I let those smoke for like an hour or so, or no, an hour, like a couple hours. So I like the color basically, and then I wrap them up in foil in, in a foil pan with some liquid. I'm gonna do some like some jerk marinade, some chicken stock. I got a, a six pack of red stripe. I'll put a beer in there, uh, some hot sauce, some orange and lime, maybe a. Jalapeno. Jamaican non. Yeah. And uh, I'll let it you let it braise in the port in the liquid for a few hours, and it just it'll just fall apart on you.
3: I, I have to admit, I was skeptical the first time we did this, but but this would be another kind of cheap method for yeah. a, a pork butt.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: If you're just kind of looking for like middle of the week, not like you're not going the route of smoking a pork butt, mm-hmm. put one in the crock pot, yeah. And and yeah. you're you're not going to get the smoky time. flavor, but it gets really really tender. And if you're going to eat it with barbecue sauce on it, like yeah. that's something our my kids love. So like, you, you throw it in before you leave the house on a Tuesday morning, and when it's time for supper, you've got a really easy meal. You can, you know pull that off and have some baked beans and green beans or whatever. You got a pretty good meal in the middle of the week. That is simple. Now, again, I am not trying to sell you on a crock-pot pork butt being the same as when one smokes on the grill for nine hours. Right.
5: That's
9: not but bad right. either.
5: <laughs> no, if, and like you said, you know, something you can cook while you're while you're at work and all that. Yeah, it's good stuff.
9: Yeah. Yeah.
5: Are y'all crock-pot guys? Uh, yeah. Yeah. For certain meals, yeah. Yeah, it depends. We they just got a new air fryer yesterday. We, touch. we just got a new air fryer yesterday. It's one of those I can put like forty wings into. I'm excited.
3: Still haven't gone down the road of the air, the the air fryer route. You
5: need to look into it, man.
3: Is this your second iteration?
5: Yes. Yes. The other one, if I wanted to cook like twenty wings, which is about what I would want to cook for myself, uh, that 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 took you had to do it in two batches. It took like forty minutes to do. Mm. And now you can do forty at once. I can, yeah. And it takes how long? Ten minutes? Like fifteen minutes? Wow. Yeah. Is there anything you can't do on an air fryer?
4: I mean, I'm sure there is, but probably a lot of things you shouldn't do. I'm sure you. Yeah, could.
5: I would. not put a. I, I wouldn't put a steak in there myself, unlike some people. But yeah, you know, I'm sure you can. You can do. There are some things you probably shouldn't do. Yeah. I'll let you know if you can air fry lasagna. I don't, I don't think you can, just off the top of my head. Feels like it would get messy.
3: We got a uh, suggestion for the smoke flavor. Somebody said if you want the smoke flavor out of the crock pot, put what? Uh, let it marinate first? In a Allegra. That's the suggestion? Oh, put straight Allegra in it and let it marinate.
5: What is Allegra? It's a
3: marinade medicine. It's like,
5: no. It's uh it's like it's like dales. Oh. Oy. Better better than there to, I don't know that I've ever used it. I just know what it is. I got you. You better put something in there to cut the saltiness though. I mean if it's, it's dales gosh. There's a lot of salt on? there. Is that gone? No, it's not gone. No, it's not.
3: Um so Ole Miss has put its lineup out for tonight's game. Uh, Mike sent us a message about that a second ago. Let's take a, uh, a look at the lineup that the Rebels are going to go with on this um, Friday night for Game 1 of the regional. If I can actually find his... There it is Twitter. I didn't type it in the right way. Um, so Ole Miss' Game 1 lineup for the uh, the regional. Rebels will lead off with Peyton Shotenier. So Shotenier moves up to the leadoff spot in the order.
4: Yeah, Jacob. I've seen a lot of people already criticizing that move. It's just just one week. Well, that's what people do, right? But McCants has not been very good lately. In fact, I mean, he had an awful SEC tournament. With all due respect to the young man, he can have a bad week, as do I. But there is nothing at all wrong with taking him out of the lead up spot leadoff spot considering he was an automatic out in Hoover that's how it felt anyway was not good had, so had it, one hit for the entire week it was a big one it happened to be a really significant hit but uh, just just wasn't there in hoover and so mixing that up is justifiable i actually really liked it i mean Chotnier kind of getting
3: going a little bit. He maybe strikes out more than you would like in the leadoff spot. So Chatney leading off, Jacob Gonzalez batting second. Here's what I really like. Tim Elko in the three hole as the DH. But I like that because he's got protection behind him and you can't just walk him if there's an open base when you got Kevin Graham hitting behind him. Yeah, that's Justin that's fantastic. Justin mentioned the five hold and TJ McCann spanning sixth, Dunhurst hitting seventh, Baker hitting eighth. I mean, I don't know what you do at this point. I mean, Kale C- Baker is, if the pitch is spinning, he's an almost automatic out.
4: The other options and, are kind of the and, same. And way.
3: one out of every two times it's a strikeout. And uh, John Rice Plumley getting
4: started right field, batting ninth tonight. Yeah, to your point with Baker, I've seen a lot of people, you know, complain about that. What are the What are the other options? I mean, I guess you could move Graham down to first and keep Plumley and Leatherwood in the outfield. That that does make some sense. But Graham's a good baseball player. Um, That would be a significant downgrade defensively at first base, in particular, if you make that move. And it's not like the. Especially from a lefty. Leatherwood splits against lefties make this make total sense.
9: Yeah.
3: And Cale Baker has been pretty good defensively. Really good lately. But offensively, it's been tough. Sports Talk Mississippi, we will wrap up the 4 o'clock hour with you coming up next.
18: Never seems so good.
8: from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. Locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the tri-county area. Still seeing delays southbound on 55 starting at Lakeland all the way down to the stack. Uh, the right lane is closed uh, just before exit 94B. Be careful in the area. Elsewhere, things looking fairly decent. Some minor slowdowns 20 east and westbound uh, at Terry Street and at Gallatin. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you.
11: This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. 1-800-647-8540 or on the web, MajesticMetalsInc.com.
1: Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family
19: In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, SUVs built to command the road. And the 2021 F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Drive one at your Mid-South Ford dealer today.
18: COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID.
20: now existing customers and new customers get our best phone deals existing C Spire customers new C Spire customers you might be saying existing and new customers that's everybody And we agree. That's why we call them the Everybody Deals. So whether you're a new or existing C customer, get an Everybody Plan. And make our best deals on new phones all yours. No bull. (laughs) C New and existing customers get our best 5G phone free. Go to cspire.com for details.
18: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at
3: 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Supertalk Jackson.
0: Super Talk, Mississippi. Introducing to you Sports Talk, Mississippi.
4: And it's over. Is that right? Mississippi <laughs> State gets. It's like, who's leading off here? Me or you? <laughs> Not Richard, which is fine. Good for yeah, uh, fine. good for the listeners. No, Mississippi State gets an eight to four win, eleven hits in the game for Mississippi State, and uh, yeah. the the move going to Bednar and McLeod pays off. Although it wasn't exactly sharp, but it pays off. And now in a game two tomorrow against whoever, Campbell or VCU, you've got you've got McLeod and uh, rested Sims ready to go. In a very important game too So all is well that ends well and it worked out great
5: Couldn't have drawn it up any better for Mississippi State Obviously Bednar wasn't dominant But he was sharp enough uh, to get the win And on top of that Like you said, State's bullpen is in fantastic shape Didn't have to go to Sims Both guys who threw today, Preston Johnson and Stone Simmons Could easily come back again uh, This weekend as well So State's in as good a position as they can be in under the winner's bracket, first pitch tomorrow for them 7 o'clock p.m. All right. and get take the, the uh, winner of uh, Campbell and VCU. We get that night atmosphere finally. Should be a fantastic crowd, oh, I would man. think, tomorrow night. Man, I cannot wait to watch that. Uh, we do That's get things. State hasn't had a night game this year that was on a Saturday. That you know the Saturday games yeah. are always always you know like an afternoon game for State. I don't I don't think they've had one at home. So this that yeah be the first time to have that. Should be fantastic.
4: Get the crowd nice and um, <laughs> hydrated. Before yeah.
5: that one, make sure you you know it's going to be hot. Make sure you you have a drink of something before you get in there.
4: Yeah, I saw. Uh, so obviously, Ole Miss didn't play the the first game, whereas Mississippi State did. And I've got the Southern Miss Florida State game up, and they were cutting to the outfield sections and showing Ole Miss students. And I thought, I remember when there was a time in my life where I could start drinking at two o'clock and make it until. Midnight or after midnight, but if I started drinking at two o'clock today, I would be in bed by four thirty. <laughs> I,
5: I miss when I was able to do that, but uh, you can—I can do it if I if I know I'm going to do it. Like when I went that, on that trip a few weeks ago, right down to the coast, I had weeks to prepare my mind. Yeah, like I'm going to be drinking today, so let's be prepared for that. But if if yeah, if you just threw me into the pool, I would drown.
4: <laughs> Southern Miss, by the way. Uh, Florida State has runners on first and second with one out in the top of the ninth. It's a 5-3 game in favor of the Seminoles and uh, Justin Storm in to pitch for the Eagles. For whatever it's worth, uh, Luke Johnson will be joining us whenever this game ends uh, to recap it from the Southern Miss side of things. Just a quick question. Did he leave? Richard, Uh, is he gone? he He sent me a message saying, can you handle this segment? Okay.
5: I was like, you know, because if he's gone, I was just like, I was wondering what was going on. All right.
4: I almost Continue. replied and said no. No. <laughs> just, to, just to say, no, I can't. Sorry. I, I sarcastically give that answer to my wife sometimes, and I I get a look. That oh, is, yeah. uh, that's a pretty special look. Like, yeah, I ask a you favor? a question, depends. but it's not a question kind of thing. Yeah.
5: I, I was, my wife's, can you do me a favor? It depends. Depends what the favor is, you know? Bring me a bring me a bottle of water. Sure. Go pick me up a new car. <laughs> Scotty and Ponitox
4: saying it's very cloudy here. Is Old Miss gonna get played? Um The forecast tonight looks fine. The question is tomorrow in Sunday, and I believe that the, the forecast is kind of similar in Starkville, right? You've got sixty percent chance of rain yeah. and storms tomorrow in Oxford and seventy on Sunday. It's basically the same thing in Starkville, right?
5: Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it's. This is. It's summer in the south, right? It's going to be, you know, pop up storms are going to be happening, and it's going to be hot. It's going to be humid, so sort of have to, you know, do the best we can to get through it.
4: And it's fine because, since you're there's only four teams in two games a day, they're spaced out very nicely. So, what is it in Starkville tomorrow? Game times? Is it like? Is it two and
5: seven? Two, two and seven. Yeah.
4: Yeah, and I think it's like noon or 11 and 5 in Oxford, so there is plenty yeah. of wiggle room if storms yeah. do come where it won't really be that much of an issue. problem is if it just rains and storms all day long, which we right. hope does not which
5: happen. shouldn't be the case.
4: But uh, today and tonight, Scotty, no, it, uh, it does not appear to, uh, to be the case.
5: Yeah, I mean, looking at the weather now, though. weatherman hate it. Got, got me worried about it.
4: Chase and Amory asks if I think McDaniel or Diamond is the better call for tonight's game. I think it's Diamond. Uh, while McDaniel was, I mean, unbelievable in Hoover, and as was Diamond, I do think um, Diamond's stuff is more prepared for a moment like this. It, as we, it, I know maybe that's hard to quantify. I do think if you need somebody to shut down a lineup, the one that is more capable of doing so. is, Is Diamond so? I think going to him tonight is the right call. He has pitched on on a Friday night this season before. Um, It was the right move. I think he is Ole Miss's second best starting pitcher, even though McDaniel has been good lately. And Diamond did lose his starting job to McDaniel earlier this season. No, I think just bumping him up and pitching to Casey tomorrow is is the right call. I, I, I believe that that to be true.
5: I mentioned southern weather, here it is. Here's the cross-cast Viper radar here. So in Starkville, like before 11 a.m., or before noon even, there's not more than an 8% chance of rain. At one, it drops, or two, it drops up to 47%. Then it drops back down after 5 to 10%. And then at eight, it's at 51%. So... We're just going to have to put up with it.
4: Yeah, summer in the south. But it's
5: never above 51%.
4: That's good to know. Quinn says uh, Cross is probably on the phone with the FCC explaining all the dong talk earlier in the show.
11: Can you believe he said that?
4: (laughs) College football fix is next.
11: listening
0: the to WFMN lab- 4 for Jackson Super Talk, World. Mississippi, powered
11: you by Mississippi, your tree
12: professionals at Peroni Street Pros. online at FM. Fox News. I'm Rich Dennison. President Biden says the country is on the move again after the labor department today reported employers added 559,000 jobs last month.
6: As we continue this recovery,
0: we're going to hit some bumps along the way. Of course that will happen. We can't reboot the world's largest economy like flipping on a nice light switch.
12: The unemployment rate fell to 5.8%, the lowest level since pandemic shutdowns began. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says traffic deaths were up 7% last year with an estimated 38,680 people dying in crashes.
17: That's the most of any year since 2007, according to preliminary figures. The agency blamed the increase on drivers taking more risks on roads that were less congested due to the pandemic, as well as not wearing seatbelts and impaired driving.
12: Fox's Tanya J. Powers. America's listening to Fox News.
10: This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse.
2: Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors. Offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland.
17: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Department of Public Safety Commissioner Sean Tendall is vowing to push for the largest pay raise for law enforcement in the history of the agency.
11: Get the uh, base salary up to uh, $50,000, uh, which uh, uh, is what some of the counties, particularly in, in police departments in Northeast Mississippi, are starting at. And, and I feel like our state law enforcement uh, all started at the same level.
17: According to Forbes, we're at the bottom of the list when it comes to average police officer salaries. But they do point out that from 2014 to 2019, officer pay has increased about 11% to just over 36000 Nine-year-old Ashton Walton of Canton has died after being accidentally shot by his two-year-old sister Wednesday. Reports say the two-year-old found a handgun in a car while the children were unattended and shot her brother in the head. I'm Kelly Bennett.
2: This is for those who always show they care, who told their kids everyone 12 and older is eligible for a COVID vaccine. Those who explain to their cousins that vaccines prevent nearly 100% of hospitalizations and deaths from COVID-19. This is for the ones protecting those they love.
7: Thank you.
13: We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.
2: Welcome to Mike Drop, the show where Mississippi Farm Bureau President Mike McCormick drops some helpful knowledge. Our
15: members get to take advantage of several of our business partnerships.
2: Today, I want to
15: talk about one in particular, Ford. As a Mississippi Farm Bureau member, you are eligible for $500 bonus cash on a new Ford truck. Take advantage of this and many other great
20: perks and join us today. Visit your Farm Bureau friends and neighbors at your county office or sign up online today at msfb.org. You can bet the farm on it.
17: Saturday is an important date ahead of next Tuesday's municipal elections.
18: This Saturday, June 5th, represents the in-person absentee voting deadline. In order to ensure that everyone has enough time to cast their ballot, municipal circuit clerks will be open on Saturday from 8 a.m. to noon. Meanwhile, mail-in absentee ballots must be postmarked on or before election day and received within five business days.
17: If you're looking for some fun this weekend, there are a few events you may want to check out. Festival South is this weekend in Hattiesburg. The South Mississippi Summer Fair is going on at the Mississippi Coast Coliseum. Downtown Laurel is hosting its first June Jam with a couple of country music stars, Ronnie McDowell and T.G. Shepard. The jackpot for tonight's Mega Millions drawing is up to about 45 million. For tomorrow night's Powerball drawing, the jackpot is up to $286 million. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
0: Your midday meeting place, The J.T. Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Are you ready? On the Super Talk app. Supertalk.fm. And always on your local Super Talk Mississippi station.
3: o'clock hour with you sports talk mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm thanks for being with us on the fourth day of june in 2021 richard cross michael borky and brian haydad let us be the first to say to you welcome to the weekend college baseball pretty much everywhere you look some of those spots have got the in-between thing going right now an early start In between games, about to get going with round number two. Some spots have got game two getting started right about now. Southern Miss and Florida State in Oxford. Bottom of the ninth inning, Southern Miss trailing by three. They've got a runner on first with two out. And if things don't change, Southern Miss will be playing for its season life tomorrow uh, around lunchtime in Oxford. Trying to get a little bit of a rally, though, here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Thanks for being with us. The C Spire text line is open to you, 601-879-4395. Bull, there's a lot of it in wireless, but C Spire thinks you deserve a plan that's actually what it says. Here's the real deal. The best plan, one or two lines, $45 each, with auto pay and paperless billing, No bull. nobullcspire.com. Let's, uh, let's quickly run the baseball scoreboard in its entirety. And then we will get to the college football fix. Told you right now in Oxford, five to two, Florida state leading it over Southern miss. That's in the bottom of the ninth inning. Golden Eagles have a runner on first with two down, uh, 12 to five in Fayetteville, Arkansas, leading it over the New Jersey Institute of Technology. That's in the top of the eighth inning. Uh, UC Santa Barbara opening up a can on Oklahoma State. Bottom of the sixth inning, UCSB up eight to two over Oklahoma State. That's out in Tucson in the regional that is hosted by Arizona and is opposite the Oxford regional. Stanford leading eight to one now over North Dakota State. A final in game one. Florida State wins five to two over Southern Miss. So they get an infield ground out to finish things off and Southern Miss advances. Or excuse me, Southern Miss will play in an elimination game tomorrow at 11 o'clock Central Time. Florida State awaits the winner of Ole Miss and Southeast Missouri State later tonight. If you're Ole Miss, Stand- are you
4: happy about that? Of course you have to take care of business tonight. Yes. Considering that Walker Southern Powell. Miss is, yeah, 1A, 1B on the mound, it just... Statistically, yeah, I can't imagine neither you nor I or Haydad have watched a bunch of Florida State game two baseball, but statistically, the guy Florida State is throwing is not who you would have seen.
3: Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think Florida State, I mean, even though they had a couple of, what, they had two big home runs in this game today, but right. Florida State is, a, they had three. That's right. Mm-hmm. They had three home all of their runs scored via home run. I, I believe that's
5: correct, yeah. Two two run shots and a solo shot. Yeah, I believe that's right. Yeah,
3: they also strike out a lot, a lot, and Doug Nickasey's a guy that strikes people out. So we will uh, we'll see how that works out. But no, I mean, I, I think that's if you're an Ole Miss fan, I think that's the outcome that you were hoping for uh, facing Florida State, the three seed, if Ole Miss is able to get by Southeast Missouri tonight. Stanford leading eight to one in the bottom of the seventh inning over North Dakota State. Oregon up six to two over Central Connecticut in the bottom of the third out in Eugene. They are underway in Knoxville. Just underway, no score between Wright State and Tennessee. Finals from earlier today before the full bevy of night games get going. Eleven to six, Liberty over Duke. East Carolina eight to three over Norfolk State. USF hands Florida a loss, five to three. And that knocks Florida into an elimination game as the number 15 seed. South Carolina beat Virginia 4-3, Texas Tech 6-3 to over Army, Georgia Tech 7, Indiana State 6. Notre Dame wins 10-0 over Central Michigan. So Notre Dame early on in the driver's seat in its regional. That, of course, is the regional that is paired opposite the Starkville Regional. Should Notre Dame win that regional and Mississippi State win theirs? Then the Fighting Irish would be in Starkfield next weekend. NC State eight to one over Alabama. Dallas Baptist held on and beat Oregon State six to five. Texas beat Southern eleven to nothing. Mississippi State eight to four over Sanford. And again, Florida State five to two over Southern Mississippi. So that's your update of what's happening in college baseball right now. It's time now for the college football fix. Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buy Ford now to find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. You can test drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. Right after we got off the show yesterday, the email came from the Southeastern Conference announcing all of the bylaw changes that the presidents voted on yesterday through their virtual spring meetings, early summer meetings. This is what normally happens in Sandeston right after the SEC baseball tournament. This year, they did not pull everybody together in one place. They were virtual meetings. And the headline grabber out of this was SEC presidents approving the intra-conference transfer immediate eligibility rule. Change in policy, which takes effect immediately, will better align with the NCAA legislation that was adopted in April of this year. It establishes a universal one-time transfer opportunity applicable to student-athletes across all sports. As a result of the SEC's new policy, student-athletes who transfer directly within the conference will no longer be required to serve an automatic year in residence at their new school before being eligible for competition. Immediately, this means Eric Gilbert is eligible at Georgia. This means the the linebacker from Tennessee that is transferred to Alabama, Toto Henry Tuatua. Tuatua Tua, yeah. is immediately eligible. This also means that Savir Wheeler, point guard from Georgia, that is transferred to Kentucky, is immediately eligible this coming year. And so it's having an effect.
5: And my guess is that we will see more of these before... I mean, there's, there's a lot of guys you didn't mention. I mean, uh, oh gosh, the, Georgia got another one. Brandon Turnage, for uh, the kid from Lafayette County, transferred right. from Alabama to Georgia, immediately eligible, and so on and so forth. There's, there's been a few of these, and I and I can't help but wonder if there there would have been a few more if this legislation had passed in March. There's going to be know, a few more. Well, what I, what I was thinking is, I mean, I, there was a kid who transferred from Alabama named Eddie Smith who picked between Alabama and Mississippi State. But at the time, there wasn't any thought that this rule was going to get changed. Um, And then there you go. I think once you started seeing the the players go from one big school to the other, Alabama to Georgia, T.J. Finley you know, from LSU to Auburn, so on and so forth, that's when you sort of – we talked about it on the show.
3: The writing was kind of on the wall. The writing was
5: on the wall. The smoke was there that, yeah, this was going to change. Because there's no way Alabama takes that kid without having already spoken to somebody who said, yeah, this is going to happen.
3: So there is one little caveat that is different than the NCAA. For you to be eligible immediately per NCAA rules, you have to announce your intention if you are a fall sport athlete to transfer by March 1st. It's actually a month earlier with regard to the SEC. In order to gain immediate eligibility, a student athlete must declare his or her intent to transfer by February 1st for fall sports, May 1st for winter sports, and July 1st for spring sports. NCAA rules include similar deadlines, except the NCAA deadline for fall sports is May 1st. I thought it was March 1st. It's May 1st, so
5: that's three months earlier. So that's interesting. That means a, a, a player can't go through spring practice and then decide he wants to transfer out yep. conference to conference. Not sure. We get how I a message.
3: Yeah, we get a message on the ceasefire text line, and and I thought this just a second ago. We just hadn't gotten to it yet. This comes from Stewart, and he says, "Poor Otis Reese." Yeah, I mean, a year He's ago a, this would have made Otis eligible Now there you
9: go. Uh, that that yeah. kid got completely no screwed
4: last year. I mean, th- there is no justifiable reason why he had to sit out except for the last three games. Ooh. Absolutely none. Uh, th- that one. was an embarrassment. Oh, but the NCAA continues. Well, to be one. And and
3: frankly. You're right. There's no justifiable reason. But the -the behind-the-scenes story was that was not handled in the way that Ole Miss advised that it be handled. Otis Reese and his representation kind of handled it on their own, using similar rationale that got Justin Fields immediately eligible at Ohio State, yet without the same level of proof to back some of the claims up that he made, that Justin Fields used when transferring to Ohio State.
5: And without the fact that Ole Miss is not Ohio State. Yes.
3: That is, uh, that is also true. Uh, quote from Greg Sankey, this is an important measure to further support student-athletes throughout the Southeastern Conference while maintaining the expectation that coaches and others avoid improper recruiting. Huh. This change will ensure that student-athletes who enroll at an SEC member institution will enjoy the flexibility afforded to other student-athletes across the nation. Bottom line, the presidents, probably on the advice of their athletics directors, chose not to put the SEC in a disadvantageous position when compared to other Power Five leagues, and that's yeah, but exactly. that's what happened.
5: It's like the NIL stuff. You know, people are seeing it happening. That's why states are rushing to put stuff out there because nobody wants to be in that uh, that position.
3: That's your quick college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. We'll be back right after this.
8: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. Still uh, clearing the debris off the roadway. The right lane is blocked by emergency crews on 55 southbound uh, just before the Pearl River. Expect delays. Traffic is slowing down uh, back just south of Lakeland. Elsewhere, things looking fairly decent for the drive home. Buckle up and drive safe. Have a great weekend. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call them at 601-353-5217.
10: Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com.
7: Here's Uncle Cy.
14: What's your favorite kind of bug?
7: Oh, I don't have a favorite bug. Me and bugs don't get along. The scariest one to me is the big spiders. They had spiders in Vietnam so big that when they made their web, it would stick you okay and hold you there and here comes a giant spider what do you think about that scary ain't it if you want the real story about pest control call havard pest control incorporated the professional bug exterminator the
10: name to trust for over 65 years at havard pest control the difference is- at Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard pest Control. Visit havardpest.com or
15: call 601 936 0309. 601 936
10: 0309. G3 Services is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk, Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's Handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till
16: noon.
0: Where Mississippi comes to talk, the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk, Mississippi. Take
7: the friggin' wax out of your ear. Did you hear me?
0: This is Sports Talk.
9: This is Sports Talk,
0: Mississippi.
9: Woo! I say sports fans.
0: Now, here's more on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Game one of the Oxford Regional, 5-2. Florida State wins over Southern Miss. Hunter Stanley took the loss. Stanley, not bad today. Six innings, four hits, three runs. Only one of those three runs was earned in the ballgame. Walked a couple, struck out six. Then Etheridge came into the game and Storm finished it off. Winning pitcher was Parker Messick for Florida State. He improves to 8-2 and two on the year. Jack Anderson got the save. Uh, Southern Miss, two runs, nine hits, and an error. Five runs, seven hits, and two errors for Florida State in the ballgame. Luke Johnson joins us right now on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. He was in Swayze Field or inside the stadium at uh, Swayze for Game 1 of the Oxford Regional uh it's a tough one luke florida state pitched it well today and kind of what we thought coming in their team that strikes out a fair amount Uh, didn't strike out a ton today just seven total strikeouts but they kind of lived and died with the long ball
11: yeah richard it was uh it was unfortunate day for hunter stanley he was uh doing pretty well and the eagles started off got two runs in the top of the first florida state had a couple of uncharacteristic errors and that was really the only time the Eagles could capitalize all day with with runners in scoring position. After that first inning, I think they went like 0 for eleven or o for ten with runners in scoring position. They strand ten runners on the day after getting two. And uh, yeah, that that the the inning, the top of the sixth, that uh, Stanley gave up three runs on. Have a pop fly dropped out in right field, which was what hurt him last week in Ruston. You did that again and. You get the home run and ended up with a with a double play that would have got him out of the inning. So they would only given up one there, and then Florida State did get two uh, a couple innings later. Or so yeah, Stanley's kind of he deserved better than that, and he was really frustrated when uh, Ewing dropped the ball in right field. But as far as uh, Messick settled down and pitched really well against uh you know the Eagles, and then they brought in just guys uh, that, that could throw, and so. Uh, didn't really let Reed Tremble bats on the left side of the plate until, until the ninth inning. But story of the day, Eagles Eagles, uh, just a continuing thing for 2021. They can't get the big hit with the runners in scoring position, and that's what happened today.
3: Yeah, and, and to your point from just a second ago, one for 12 in the game with runners in scoring position, and, and it's really hard to win. I, I thought a good crowd today, uh, some good energy, a nice group of Southern Miss fans. I, I don't know how many. It's hard to kind of estimate when you're talking about it, but uh, – Folks showed up and were ready, and, and now the uh, the hill is, is tall that has to be climbed for Southern Miss. An elimination game at 11 o'clock local time tomorrow morning, and now Southern Miss, no room for error, no margin for error the rest of the way to try and keep their season alive.
11: Yeah, it's uh, backs against the wall, and you know they kind of did something unique pitching. They took game three starter Ben Etheridge, and they brought him in, and you, you saw him and Ryan Ock down there, but Ock never even threw, so... Must have been the plan was, uh, you know, with, with a starter, kind of make Boyd a, a third starter and, and maybe you can get two appearances, maybe three appearances out of Etheridge. He threw 36 in or 36 pitches today. So might be available, you know, an emergency, sure, tomorrow. And so he's a guy that, you know, you can get multiple innings out of if, if your starter doesn't work out. So maybe that's why they, they did the pitching. Pitching's still there. They used three arms today. So Powell will be there tomorrow. And, uh, you know, as far as it not, maybe not quality, but at least number of arms, uh, they're, they're still okay for the rest of the regional. But you've you got to hope that Walker Powell has all this stuff working for whoever he pitches against at 11 a.m. tomorrow.
3: Luke, did, did you think that if Southern Miss had had the lead, the strategy out of the bullpen would have been different? If they could have, had, say, they had been up 3-2 instead of down 3-2 when they made the pitching change, that they would have gone to Ock instead of going with, uh, uh, with Etheridge there?
11: They may have. Uh, they were going to have to do something because you know Stanley was was right at a hundred when he left the game. I think he finished at one hundred four. If if it would have been a one run game, uh, I think you would have probably seen Ock. If it would have been you know if, if they're up two to nothing or maybe even three to three to nothing, they they could have found their ways to pitch out. Storm did a good job getting two fly balls, and the game really comes down to it. It comes down to a defensive error for Southern Miss and, and three swings of the bat for Florida State. Southern Miss out-hit um, Florida State today, you know, 9-7, to seven, and I could see where they would go to Ock in that situation, but uh, Waldrop was warming up down there, and, and Ramsey was down there. He never really got loose, but, you know, I, I think it was probably a, a wise move with Etheridge just because you have him available for a longer inning situation later in the regional.
3: You know, we, we talked so much about pitching rotations this week, really with all three schools here in Mississippi. You know, what was Mississippi State going to do? And, and they end up going with Will Bednar, moving him up to the first guy, and that works out for them. Ole Miss elects to hold Doug Nakasey. We'll see how that strategy works out. But but the bottom line is w- when you get to game 2 whether it's to get to 2 and 0 or to stave off elimination you want a guy that you trust and I'm assuming that there's nobody that's got very trust more than than Walker Powell to try and keep the season alive.
11: The man turns 25 a week from today. <laughs> Jeez. So he uh he has wisdom and experience galore and again I I didn't think the zone was was all that bad today. Walker tomorrow in order for all his stuff to work, what he didn't get in Louisiana or at Louisiana Tech, if he gets squeezed on the outside corner or a little low in the in the uh, strike zone, that doesn't play into his strength, and uh, that's what you kind of saw last week. But yeah, he knows how to pitch. He knows how to pitch out of situations, and uh, sure, yeah, he may be wiser at 25 than I was at 35. But yeah, he's the guy you want on the hill tomorrow.
3: Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was talking with uh, Justin Henry, who is now played at Ole Miss years ago and is a regional cross checker for the Detroit Tigers organization. And he's like, Yeah, I think Walker Powell was pitching when I was still in school. I mean, it feels like he has been there forever in terms of experience. He's got all of the experience. Certainly, the stage won't be too big for him. And uh, it's going to be maybe the most important start of his career in in trying to keep a season alive and I guess potentially the the last start for him in a Southern Miss uniform. That makes tomorrow pretty special for Walker Powell.
6: It
11: does. And he, in 2018, you know, he went back to Fayetteville, and that was kind of his first big pitching moment. And then, of course, uh, 2019, uh, he had some great starts, a no hitter this year. But, yeah, I mean, you know, Southern Miss, and, and I thought they might respond a little better after getting down just because, You've heard Scott Berry said over and over again to, to you all year, we've been in so many games where you get hit in the mouth and they hit right back. They never really hit back today. So, you know, you expect them to kind of come out, you know, hitting tomorrow. And I, I think about about this team, because they are immature on the batting side of the ball, apart from really Montenegro, um, you, you don't know how they're going to respond in those situations. And, again, youth is a great thing because sometimes you it allows you to flush it, uh, but other times it allows you to be swallowed by the moment. So, uh, maybe they'll just go back and flush it and come out swinging out of the dugout tomorrow.
3: And, and kind of circling back to where we started, I mean, we, we can talk about pitching all we want. The pitching was good enough today to give Southern Miss a chance to win in this ball game. If they're going to win tomorrow, whether it's against Southeast Missouri State or against Ole Miss, it feels like a day where they're going to have to put some runs on the board, doesn't it?
11: It sure does. And I mean, if you look at the box score, you're like nine hits. Wow, you know. And Florida State has two errors and. But, yeah, one thing today, Eagles, uh, Sargent hit one right at, the, probably three, right at the 390 sign. I think the center fielder for FSU had his back up against it. But that was really the only ball that the Eagles challenged. Uh, Johnson hit a nice uh, a double, you know, bounced off the wall. But, yeah, I mean, it was just single here, single there. Eagles really didn't make great contact today. So, uh, if you just glance at the box score until you realize only one of those, I think, was a, a McGillis had. So, you had, you had two doubles, but two multi-base hits. The rest of it was singles they just going to have to hit when it counts tomorrow or, or they'll be headed back to the birds.
3: Top of the order, Montenegro was one for four. Trimble was two for five. Those were the only two runs that were scored in the game, and that was all the way back in the uh, the first inning. Oh for four out of Fisher, one for four out of Sargent, one for four out of Ewing. Just a bunch of guys with single hits in this game. We'll, we'll see if there's somebody that's able to step up and have – one of those big days at the plate. So 11 o'clock tomorrow morning, Southern Miss will play in an elimination game. Luke, appreciate you jumping on with us, and uh, we'll catch up again next week.
11: I'm headed to the concession stand to get the Red Hawk dog. That's going to be my first of the weekend. We'll see you guys. It was good.
3: It, it was good, man. That, that, was, uh, that was my favorite. I, I tried all four, and that was my favorite of the four.
11: All right, guys. Have a great weekend.
3: That's Luke Johnson, co-host of the Eagle Hour, Super Talk Hattiesburg and super talk Laurel joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau um guys you you agree with the assessment that you know regardless of how good the pitching is Southern Miss got to figure out something offensively if they're going to they're going to keep this thing going a little while longer
4: yeah i mean similarly similarly to college football everybody says uh, defense wins championships well not if the offense can't score uh, if you pitch it well all day, if you're not putting runs on the board, you're not going to win a baseball game. So uh, they have got to figure out how to manufacture runs somehow, or else they're, they're going to be, you know, maybe if Ole Miss wins tonight, they can beat SEMO tomorrow, but it'll be a quick exit if they can't figure out how to score.
5: Yeah, yeah. Southern Miss and Mississippi State are sort of the same team in, in that instance. They've got to find runs. State found them today, uh, Southern Miss did not. And it, it's, it's going to be a quick regional for them tomorrow if they don't do that. I think
3: Arkansas is going to beat NJIT but it has not been the cruise control cakewalk that many 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 of us and others thought it was going to be 12 to 8 Arkansas leading it over Should've the left cops in What what's what's the mascot again Borky? Highlanders The Highlanders The Highlanders Razorbacks on top of the Highlanders 12-8 with uh, runners at the corners and one out in the bottom of the eighth inning in Fayetteville. Sports Talk Mississippi, half an hour left with you. We'll be right back.
15: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 86. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 68. Your Saturday, a 40% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, high near 86. And Sunday, 70% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 81. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon.
14: the new degree of comfort.
2: Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Rogers Dabs Service, Parts, and Quick Lube are open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Crossgates, Brandon, or RogersDabs.com.
14: Is in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping, and our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformations. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south Calloways of Germantown High.
17: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Department of Public Safety Commissioner Sean Tendall is vowing to push for the largest pay raise for law enforcement in the history of the agency.
11: Get the uh, base salary up to uh, $50,000, uh, which uh, uh, is what some of the counties, particularly in, in police departments in Northeast Mississippi, are starting at. And, and I feel like our state law enforcement. Uh, all start at the same level.
17: According to Forbes, we're at the bottom of the list when it comes to average police officer salaries, but they do point out that from 2014 to 2019, officer pay has increased about 11% to just over 36,000. Nine-year-old Ashton Walton of Canton has died after being accidentally shot by his two-year-old sister Wednesday. Reports say the two-year-old found a handgun in a car while the children were unattended and shot her brother in the head. I'm Kelly Bennett.
3: Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone like explorer and expedition these suvs are built to command the road and the 2021 ford f-150 smart tough and built to get the job done because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few they are built for america drive one at your local mississippi ford dealer today and don't miss the college football fix driven by ford confidence peace of mind a way forward
0: Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Let me
9: put it to you this way.
0: Right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: football around here there's no debating that brian haydad just perked up i mean he just went from nothing yeah we're rocking along i like baseball i like baseball regional football what huh squirrel do we love this though more spring football is on the way news came yesterday from uh it it was a release from fox sports The United States Football League, better known as the USFL, announced that it will return officially in the spring of 2022. Initially launched in 1983, the USFL originally was an upstart spring football league consisting of 12 teams, which featured some of the most exciting and recognizable young football stars in the country. When relaunched next year, the new USFL retains rights to key original team names. The league will target a minimum of eight teams and deliver high-quality, innovative, professional football to fans throughout the spring season. More information on the USFL, including cities, teams, head coaches, and game schedules will be announced at a later date. The Memphis Showboats were one of the original USFL teams. Um, there were stars oh, yeah. that played in the USFL.
5: Yeah, Hall of Famers.
3: Jim Kelly mm-hmm. was a USFL player. Mm-hmm. Was he the biggest name in the USFL?
5: No, Herschel Walker. That's right. Forgot about that. That was a huge, huge thing when he signed with the USFL. Trying to remember.
3: Arizona, Baltimore, Birmingham, Jacksonville, Memphis, New Jersey, Orlando. A Tampa Bay team were scheduled to play in 1986. Uh, they ultimately gave up on an 18 game fall schedule in the 1986 season.
5: Forgot about Doug Flutie. He might have yeah. been bigger than Herschel Walker at that time. Yeah. What do you think of this? I mean, they're, so they're going head to head with the XFL. Like, without knowing who's behind it, I think the XFL is going to win that one. I don't think it'll work. All right. I don't think spring football will work in general.
4: I don't think it will. The FCS played this spring, and I mean, there were some people even Cole Kublik was like, "Hey, they'll figure out the NFL thing if they've got NFL players." But you, you stand alone in the spring, and people love football and they'll watch it. FCS playoffs ratings were down. There, there is something. I know everybody loves football. I love football, but. An off-season maybe isn't such a bad thing. Maybe people don't want to watch it 12 months out of the year and can't get emotionally invested in it 12 months out of the year. People do like baseball. And if you guys can believe it, there's enough Marxists in the country that love the NBA and college basketball. And, I mean, some people need a break from it. And I think the spring football thing, while it's a great idea in theory because... Every time football season ends, I just, I I hate it. But if I'm going to watch, oh, let's see. The uh, Houston Gamblers face off against the Oklahoma Outlaws on April 24th. I'm good. I'll watch the better guys in a few months. I'll buy some t-shirts. And these team names were fantastic.
3: You had the Arizona Wranglers, the Birmingham Stallions, the breakers were in three different cities: Boston, New Orleans, and Portland. The Chicago Blitz, the Denver Gold, the Houston Gamblers, the Jacksonville Bulls, the Los Angeles Express, the Memphis Showboats,
5: Didn't the Spurrier Michigan. Coach the Gamblers. He coached one. Of he? Them. Maybe he coached the Orlando team. Mouse Davis, I think, coached the Gamblers. Now that I think about it. Yeah, the Michigan
3: Panthers, the New Jersey Generals—wasn't that the team that was owned by Donald Trump? That's...
5: Yes, and that was Team Herschel was on.
3: The Oakland Invaders, the Oklahoma, and then later the Arizona Outlaws, the Orlando Renegades, the Philadelphia, and then Baltimore Stars, yeah. the Pittsburgh Maulers, San Antonio Gunslingers, Tampa Bay Bandits, and the Washington Federals. Great names. Those are great names.
5: I think the see, Spire text line
3: is blowing up, by the way, with people that they
5: remember from the USFL. I think Baltimore is where Jim Mora was the coach. And he brought Sam Mills and Vaughn Johnson with him to New Orleans.
3: In terms of pro football Hall of Famers that are USFL alums, George Allen is a coach. Sid Gilman is a front office consultant. Jim Kelly. Mark Lee, uh, Marv Levy coached the Chicago Blitz in 1984. I didn't know that. Bill Polian was the player personnel director of the Chicago Blitz in 1984. Steve Young played for the LA Express in 84 and 85. Reggie White played two years with the Memphis Showboats in 84 and 85. And Gary Zimmerman, who was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2008, uh, was with the LA
5: Express 84 and
3: 85.
5: I mean, like I said, Herschel and Flutie, not pro football Hall of Famers, but obviously huge names in pro football, no doubt. Jim Mora should be a Hall of Famer. Any guy who can get the, the Saints to their first playoff berth, come on.
3: Herschel Walker is the all-time USFL leader in rushing attempts, rushing yards, rushing touchdowns. John Reeves was the all-time leader in passing attempts and completions, but the all-time passing yardage leader, Bobby Aber. He also led the uh, league all-time in interceptions with 57 the touchdown record belongs to Jim Kelly. 83 touchdown passes in the USFL before ultimately making his way to the Buffalo Bills. So how about the transition about... For, for guys that ended up in Buffalo with Marv Levy, Bill Polian, and Jim Kelly? Did, the, the and Polian team... spent some time in Buffalo, didn't he? Before he was, ended up with the yeah. Colts?
5: Yeah, I believe so. And, and yeah, it's it, The teams that, that sort of cherry-picked the USFL guys were the teams that sort of became good in the in the early 90s the the bills the saints uh you know obviously the 49ers were able to keep you know before they were able to go from montana to young so yeah
3: had a bunch of people that reminded us about reggie white uh, dave says new orleans breakers warren moon and the birmingham stallions were awesome hammerhead played for the usfl birmingham stallions Who's bobby a hammer- bear with the michigan panthers say what Who's Hammerhead? I just was reading the text from Patrick and Tupelo.
5: Like I don't know who that is. I remember. Dylan Starkville
3: pointed out Marcus Dupree.
5: Yeah.
3: Uh, A couple of other names. Somebody says Trump killed the league trying to backdoor an NFL team.
5: Quinn says that's half the Dome Patrol. Man, you better remember. I remember. I remember the whole Dome Patrol. I got a Pat Swilling autographed 8x10 in my living room. Kent Hull also played in the USFL? I believe that's correct, yeah.
3: Hammerhead Hayward.
5: Ironhead Hayward.
3: Well, that's what I always thought as well. John says Hammerhead Hayward is who we're talking about. Maybe Uh, Patrick in Tupelo says Hammerhead played for Ole Miss. He was a running back or a fullback that also played at Tupelo High.
5: Okay. I don't know who that is. So clearly that's... Not yeah, Craig, Ironhead Hayward. Craig, Hayward. Craig Hayward wouldn't have been old enough to play in the USFL, I don't think, but he he was Ironhead Hayward too.
3: Greg and Nettleton says I was thinking Kent Hall played for a minute there before going to the Bills. What a guy! So again, think about the transition for Buffalo from yeah, racked up from from USFL to NFL.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Marv Levy, Bill Polian, Jim Kelly, Kent Hall.
4: But, Borky, you don't think it's going to work? No, spring, I mean, how many examples have we seen lately, one of which was COVID-related, but spring football doesn't work anymore. Didn't it feel like the XFL was trending in the right direction before it got derailed by COVID? It kind of had something. And and maybe it works for a year or two or three. I mean, if you're well-funded, you can stay open for as long as you need. Uh, The rock being behind it will help. uh, That will help. But at the end of the day, there's better football played in the fall. And while people love it, I just think we've habit formed at this point. You're not going to have a situation where the XFL or the USFL gets any player that you know. Because all the good ones are going to be playing in the NFL where they've got a whole lot more money to dole out to these people. It's just... The, it's a better idea in concept than it is in execution. And we've got history of multiple leagues trying and failing to back that up.
3: Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Arkansas trying to close it out against NJIT. They lead 13-8 to in the top of the ninth inning. A couple of runners on base with two down and a meeting on the mound. Sports Talk Mississippi, we will wrap it up with you on this Friday afternoon when we come back.
8: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443. Well, the debris is cleared up on 55 southbound at the Pearl River. However, traffic is still backed up to Lakeland, so give it a just a little bit before it gets backed up to speed. Richland southbound on 49, heavy delays, uh, basically from uh, just before old 49 down past Cleary. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call them at 601-353-5217.
4: When you choose Rotorooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Rotorooter, rooter 601 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service.
9: Call roto that's the name. and a wink trebles troubles down the drain. roto
0: Talk for real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk, Mississippi.
14: Nothing brings people together and forms a lasting bond like
0: sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your favorite teams like no one else. On the Super Talk app, Supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station.
3: It's Friday afternoon. We're rolling into the weekend. Let's give you a chance to win. You want to be a winner? Get your phone out. Ceasefire text line 601 879 4395. Concerts are back. And on September 24th, Mississippi's very own Three Doors Down will be at the Brandon Amphitheater in Brandon. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and at the Brandon Amphitheater box office. Now is your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Three Doors Down and see there before you can buy them. Mississippi State today in its win in Game 1 of the regional scored eight runs. Be the eighth person to text the word Kryptonite. To the C Spire text line, 601 879 It does not have to be spelled correctly. Just give it a go. Eighth person to text Kryptonite to the C Spire text line at 601 879 will win a pair of tickets. Michael Borky will respond to you, and he will get your name and your phone number and your mailing address, and we there will get the tickets out to you. Boom! 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 They're coming in fast. You got it's eight, Borky? Yeah,
11: oh,
4: yeah, I got eight. We got a heck of a lot more than eight. Glad to know that uh, people are Three doors listening. Down, now. generating some interest. Also, that'll be a fun
3: concert. Yeah, September twenty fourth. Fall weather be just right. There you go. So we got a winner. You can stop texting. Very good stuff. Wow. I mean, that was that was impressive. Who's our winner? Do we
4: know? no name attached to the text but there should be cuz he does text uh, the show and listen to the show pretty frequently so
3: very good very good congratulations uh Borky has sent you his email address you can email him your name phone number and mailing address and we will get those tickets out to you well, hey a bunch
4: of 3 door do- 3 doors down fans here no doubt i mean we, we had mississippi zone it's a good choice by the way what being a fan of them, good music. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And, uh, hey, I'm
3: glad we could make somebody a winner on a Friday afternoon. Tell you who the other winners are today so far in the NCAA regionals. You've got one, two, three, four, five games going right now. UC Santa Barbara leading at 9-4 to over Oklahoma State. Top of the ninth inning trying to add to their lead. Oregon up 7-6, to bottom of the fifth. A one seed perhaps in trouble, leading over Central Connecticut State. Charlotte up 2-1 to one over Maryland, bottom of the third. Tennessee fell behind early as Wright State came out swinging. The balls have rallied. They now lead 4-2 to two in the bottom of the third inning in Knoxville. No score between South Alabama and Miami. That game is in the top of the fourth inning. Games that get started at 6 o'clock. Fairfield, Arizona State, Ryder, Louisiana Tech, Jacksonville, Old Dominion, McNeese State and TCU, also North Carolina, UCLA, Michigan, Yukon, Presbyterian, and Vanderbilt. And then the 7 o'clock start times, Northeastern and Nebraska, that's in Fayetteville, Southeast Missouri State and Ole Miss in Oxford, Campbell and VCU in Starkville, 8 o'clock start time, Nevada and UC Irvine, and then two games that get started at 9 o'clock Central, Grand Canyon against Arizona and LSU against Gonzaga. Finals from earlier today, Liberty beat Duke 11-6. East Carolina 8-5 over Norfolk State. South Florida knocked off the one seed, Florida 5-3. South Carolina the two seed at home, Beat the three seed Virginia four to three. Texas Tech wins over Army six to three. Georgia Tech seven to six over Indiana State. The one seed Notre Dame, that's the South Bend Regional, which is paired up with Starkville, wins 10 zip over Central Michigan. NC State eight to one over Alabama. Dallas Baptist six three over Oregon State. Texas 11 nothing over Southern. And then finals again, Arkansas 13 to eight over NJIT. And Mississippi State a winner, 8-4 to over Samford. Bulldogs will get the winner of VCU and Campbell. First pitch tomorrow is what time in Starkville, hey, Dan?
5: First pitch for the loser's bracket game is at 2, and then State will take on the winner of VCU-Campbell at 7.
3: Okay, so 7 o'clock tomorrow night in Starkville. UC Santa Barbara has added a run. They're now at 10-4 over Oklahoma State. That's a little bit of a surprise. There are a lot of people that thought Oklahoma State – was perhaps going to win that regional out in Tucson. Not saying they can't, but the road looks like it is being uh, getting more and more difficult. Can't wait to be with you on Monday. Will we still have baseball to talk about? Probably so. Will it be a game that is happening on Monday night or Monday afternoon? Well, don't know. We'll have to wait and see what happens over the next couple of days. Ole Miss and Southeast Missouri will play tonight, 7 o'clock in Oxford. First pitch a little over an hour from right now. The winner of that game will meet Florida State in a winner's bracket game. The loser will play an elimination game against Southern Miss. Mississippi State has already won. They will tomorrow night meet the winner of VCU and Campbell. Thanks for being with us on this Friday. For Michael Borkey and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Have a great night.